7 o'clock. Do you know where your freedom is? Focus for maximum picture quality and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you. Um, some attention, please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome to the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And uh, Joe Santorsa has the evening off tonight, but I rumor has it he'll show up in our chat room a little later. Uh, but joining us, as always, from the Beltway Bureau out of Washington, D.C., Rain from Four Freedoms Blog. Hello. Hello. I am your sacred woman. Oh, my God. I want to be treated as sacred. Uh, Do not question me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my God. Oh, uh, that, uh, oh. Yeah, Kelly, General Kelly just proved, uh, Michael Kelly just proved that he's, uh, He's a he's a full on Trump cultist. Um, yeah, we'll we'll get to that in a little bit here. And of course, your Bobber half joining us on the program, filling in for Mr. Joe Santorza, Bobber from Four Freedoms Blog. Welcome aboard, sir. Hello, hello, everybody. So um, <clears throat> tonight should be an interesting interesting show <laughs> because I am uh, I'm going to tell everybody right now what happened to me yesterday. Uh, a few people already know. Miles, Michelle, Adam already know because I talked to them last night. John Kendall. We were planning and plotting for uh, uh, tomorrow's Mike Check Radio, which I'll be filling in for, and hopefully be feeling a lot more clear-headed <laughs> so uh this is this is what happened yesterday i did all kinds of stuff around the house i had high hopes to do all kinds of great stuff i figured out oh a, a fun little tip um for cleaning chrome i found out yesterday because we have two um chrome items in our uh, bathroom that have had these little rust pox on them that drive me crazy that won't wipe off and um and uh, it's a it's the laundry chute, and then there's like a tissue box built into the wall that has like this chrome Kleenex lid from like the fifties, um, and and they both had rust on them. So I was like, um, I went onto YouTube and I found how to clean it. And you use water and watered up uh, watered up ball of tin foil, and you scrape it, and it works. Isn't that crazy? Nice. Yeah. I think I've heard of that before. <clears throat> yeah, it, it, it really works. Uh, there's still a little bit on there. I didn't want to spend all day uh, scrubbing it down, but it looks remarkably better than it did. So uh, so that was good. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I was doing all kinds of crazy stuff. I You know, I did, I did a shitload of laundry, dishes, started organizing, reorganizing our living room, doing all that stuff. And then at one point, before it got, uh, before it got too late in the afternoon, I, as everybody knows, we got a new toilet put in on Monday. 
Well, our old toilet, which it, it couldn't be, you know, donated to Lake Habitat for Humanity or anything because it was actually broken. And large item pickup isn't for a while. So I, I, I had to put it in the backyard and I didn't want to leave it there. So I was like, all right, I'm going to take a hammer to it and I'm going to break it up. But what I wanted to do was record it with my iPhone um, and use that for my buddy Morton Misty from Kill the Hippies do their annual Halloween sound effects. So I'm like, if I smash up the toilet with a hammer and pitch it down, it could sound like you're busting out of a, a crypt. And I did that and it worked out great. So I decided to start doing other recordings last night with my iPhone, or not last night, but yesterday afternoon. So I'm like, all right, let me, let me go run through the leaves, and it'll sound like you know somebody running through leaves, and you know recorded that. And I was like, oh, let me get the shovel out, and I'll dig up, you know, scrape the the uh, dig up the fire pit a little bit. And I was actually getting things done because I was you know getting the old you know soot and uh, uh, ashes out of the the fire pit, and you know. Uh, it, it's made out of brick, so it made a good scraping noise and everything. So I got through all that just fine, just fine. <laughs> and then, uh, no. and then I decide, okay, here's a fun idea. I was like, I was wearing a pair of slip-on shoes and shorts. I didn't have socks on, so I was like, all right, let me go put socks on. I got a great idea. I'm going to take my iPhone. I'm going to tuck it in the top of my sock and hit record on it. And then I'm just going to walk through the backyard because there's all kinds of sticks and leaves and stuff like that back there right now. Uh, because, you know, I'm not going to start raking until, you know, most of the leaves are down, you know. So I'm, I'm walking through and I'm like strategically stepping on sticks and stuff like that. And, it, you know, and I'm like, and the recording actually sounds pretty good. Uh, but uh, at one point um, there, uh, I did some repairs on our garage uh, a few years ago and there were a couple boards that I just threw in the back because our yard is really deep and we like have a brush pile in the back and I burned everything except for the garage boards because um, I don't know if they have lead paint on them or anything so I didn't want to huff that in so I'm walking back there and I was like oh there's one of those garage boards I bet if I st it's I was like it's it's old enough I bet I could crack it if I step on it and that'll sound good put my foot down on it rusty nail right in the foot and this was recorded. This was recorded, but so you got see so you got a nice screen there to record too, right? I I was a consummate <laughs> professional. I was a consummate professional and just paused and pulled my foot up, <laughs> and it didn't get me that bad. I can say that I came in immediately. I got peroxide and neosporin and a band aid and everything, and I wiped it out and everything. But then, obviously, I'm thinking. When was the last time I had a tetanus shot? And the last time I had a tetanus shot was after I got uh, beat up by the homophobic skinheads uh, when I stood up for uh, a gay friend of ours at a bar because one of them like had rings and shit on his hands, you know. So, um, so that was over ten years ago, and uh, so I was like, eh, all right, let me call, uh, let me call CVS and see if they have. Um, tetanus shots because i knew they do flu shots and other vaccines i call them they say yes we do and i'm like all right so i call my insurance and i'm like do you cover this and they're like yep 100 covered it's preventative care so we're, we we encourage people to go to cvs and get those things so i go to cvs and uh, uh it takes a little bit a little bit of time for them to figure out my insurance and everything because they apparently they were trying to do like the standard tetanus shot 
but that wasn't covered. But apparently this one Tetna shot that has all kinds of other stuff in it <clears throat> was um, was free where others weren't. So I got the super cocktail of uh, vaccines, <laughs> right? And I woke up today. I think I woke up today because I don't feel awake. <laughs> I mean, I'm just my I I I I've just been completely like in a fog and indifferent and just like I guess I could get up and eat, you know. I, I mean, oh, wow. I I have I I have like no appetite. <laughs> I had lunch today because I was like, you have to eat, you know. I had like kind of a late lunch today. Um, and you know, and it just didn't taste good. And you know, my mouth feels funny. I've had so much water and so much, you know, tea and whatever today, and and you know, some soda, trying to get some caffeine in me. And I just feel weird, man. <laughs> um, Is this one of the side? I mean, are those symptoms? A side effect? Yeah, I looked up the side effects, okay. and there's there's a fair amount. So, and it says tiredness is one, but this is like tiredness, like you know, just weird tiredness, you know. And okay. uh, and you know, my whole plan was, I was like, yeah, I'm gonna get, a, I got to bed, you know, well, pretty pretty early last night. I think about one o'clock, which is early for me. And I was like, yeah, I'm gonna get up. I'm gonna do all kinds of stuff and. Woke up around uh, ten this morning, and that's sleeping in for me too. And and I was just like, oh, I feel weird, you know. And I just and, and I haven't been able to shake it all day. I was like, and at one point, I was like, I was like, God damn it, you're gonna snap out of it. You're gonna feel fine. Take a shower, you know, get some lunch. And so I started my lunch, got in the shower, got out, and I was like, oh, I just feel like crap still. <laughs> so Aww. so that's where, uh, that's where I am today, everyone. That's my, my fun little story of, of my tetanus shot. And, and weird, weirdly enough, I ta- when I talked to um, John Kendall and the rest of the Mike Check radio crew last night, he just had a tetanus shot yesterday, too. I hope he's not feeling the same side effects I am because I've always had, like, the sore arm. You know, because, uh, yeah, I mean, well, no, no, uh, uh, your, your arm muscles always get sore from where you get the tetanus shot and that lasts for a day or two, whatever your arm feels a little weak, whatever. But this is just like, this is like, just knocked me out. I don't know if it's just because I'm older or what, but it's, it's weird. It's a weird, like cloudy head feeling. Kenny, I hope you don't get. I, don't, you, I hope you don't get autism. <laughs> oh, see, <laughs> uh, I might, I might. So I was, I was perfectly normal until I had this vaccine. Not so. that there's anything wrong with autism. No, not at all. Sure you didn't, My sure you didn't see any chemtrails? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. did you? Or, no, actually, I, I got a bunch of lead-tainted Alex Jones supplements that I took. <laughs> 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 um. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, yeah, we're, we're, uh, definitely no, uh, no, we're not, you know, we're mocking those who would, uh, uh, you know, the Michelle Bachmans of the world. Yeah, I'm mocking uh, you know. anti-vaxxers, not people yeah. who have autistic family. I, Absolutely. I am very proud to say that my nephew has autism and yeah. he is awesome. Oh, yeah. So, 
Um, and, uh, anyway, so, uh, but let's go ahead and get into it. Cause I did, I, I was able to sit down for a couple hours today and get a fair amount of audio. Um, and, uh, I didn't get anything related to, uh, Puerto Rico because, uh, that, 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 you know, that shit show isn't going away anytime soon, unfortunately, because, uh, dipshit Donnie and his maladministration can't seem to get their shit together to help the people of Puerto Rico out. Um, you know, lots of things, lots of words exchanged uh, between, uh, you know, uh, the the mayor of, um, oh, what's she the mayor of? It was the of? governor, wasn't it? Well, no, no, the, there was the... The the, uh, the the female mayor, um, I forget oh, what. Oh, okay, Cruz. Yeah. She's the good Cruz. Yeah. Yeah, San Jose. San Jose, thank you. San Juan. San Juan, San, sorry. San Juan. San Juan, there you go. Jose I'll agree, Juan, you know. I'll agree San with anything. If it, I'll agree with anybody if they say it with certainty. Um, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Joe, John, you know. Whatever. Sure. Yeah, thank you, Bill. Mayor Cruz, San Juan. <laughs> um, I don't. Uh, yeah so uh oh god um so uh so yeah now now in in uh it's but you're right he did sit down and had a press conference and i should have gotten audio from that but that was just so embarrassing and so painful uh but he sat down with the uh uh the the president of puerto rico <laughs> <laughs> uh or is it president or prime minister i always forget um so but yeah the 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 governor of I puerto rico Rosario. yeah um i think that's his I just like using I'll agree you said it with certain you said it with certainty so i agree um uh, <laughs> and uh in and he he started he put him on the spot saying said we did a great job didn't we do a great job tell everybody what a great job we did it was an amazing job tell everybody go on go on tell them what a great job we've done and he wasn't playing along no nope. you know i mean he said we thank you for doing what you've done but more needs to be done so you know it's it was he also said goofy. he also said in the oval office and earlier in the um, in Congress, I want you to treat us the way you treat the people of Mex uh, of Texas and Florida. We are Americans. Mm hmm. He he said that to Trump's yeah. face. I was yeah. just like, boom. Yeah, that was that was that was surreal. <laughs> that whole thing. Yep. It was. In the meantime, there's Trump over there going. I think we did. I think you know. I'd give our response a ten. Yeah, and Mayor Cruz ten. is like, no, you get a one out of a hundred. <laughs> ten out of a hundred. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. <laughs> there you go. We'll give you a rim shot for that. Barbara. Um. So yeah, and you know when when and and you hear him complaining about things like you know it's unheard of. It's un unheard of. You have to rebuild. Oh, hi guys. <laughs> uh, you know he's saying it's unheard of that you you hear about power plants having to be rebuilt. Well. Quit moaning about it and really tell everybody what you're actually doing. You know, it's just, uh, it's so stupid. Well, that was, that was a really, I know, I know we don't have the audio and it's fine, but in, in, in one clip that I, I read, he was talking about the power plants that were bad to begin with and then they were totally wiped out. And then he just went on this whole rampage about the debt, mm, the yep. debt, the debt, the debt. And he's like, so we're going to get this done before the debt. 
But then once it's done, we're going to have to talk about the debt. But we're going to get this done. Oh, my God. And, and I just, I watched it, and I, I, I really didn't, I mean, I kind of understood what he was getting at, mm-hmm. but then I really didn't understand it because, you know, here's the deal, man. He's talking about Puerto Rico's debt, and I, this week, and I haven't been able to find a, a specific link, and I don't know if Kat's out there tonight because I know Kat is one of those people who, she's really good at finding this information. I would like to know, when it comes down to, you know, state debts compared to federal debts, like, mm-hmm. I, I know that blue states pay more per capita to the federal government than red states do. Yeah. But I would like to know what the, you know, the state debt is of Texas as compared to Puerto Rico or to or even Florida. Because this guy, this guy, I don't even want to call him a man. Trump is just a monster. That, that he is sitting there talking about Puerto Rico's debt. And he has not once talked about Texas's debt to the federal government for FEMA and for all of the federal resources that we've sent out there to Texas. Yeah. I mean, he, he acts like, you know, I, so I don't know if there's like a, I don't know if there's a different kind of, um, way that we look at this where okay here's puerto rico and it's a territory and texas is a state but he's he's dividing people he's dividing oh and, yeah and, and, he's, and then we, the it's just oh, ironic oh, the dogs yeah, it's just worry. ironic coming anything from trump talk about debt and and owing money when he's gone bankrupt and not paid his debt so many times through the history of his whole sure, life sure cheating you know and cheating contractors and you know uh, everything else, yeah, absolutely. So, <clears throat> anyway, um, uh, uh, shit, that sucked. My <laughs> soundbite crashed on me a minute ago, but uh, but Francie's right. It's a, uh, it is a, uh, it is stupid. Uh, no, it's stupid. <laughs> uh, but yeah, seriously, it, Trump really needs to uh, just uh, just shut up. Shut up about uh the debt in puerto rico if he's not gonna bring up texas you know i mean it's you know state versus territory whatever you know it's just it's just inhumane and insensitive to to you know have this kind of creepy double standard you know you know it it, i mean outside of the whole double standard it reminds me i don't know if, if, if you guys remember an ad from um it's well it was pre-ACA so it's probably 15 years ago um it was an ad for i think discover card or some credit card and it shows the guy you know going into uh, an emergency room and they they're not operating on him until his credit card clears and they swipe the card and it clears and we're good to go and uh so, you know so so they start operating on him mm. um and it, it just sort of reminds me, this whole thing reminds me of, of this uh, or of yeah. that, where, yeah. you know, well, we'll, we'll, we'll do all we can to help you out, but, you know, let, let's see some cash first. Yeah, it'd be a shame. It'd be a real shame if uh, if something were to happen to you. You know, yeah, it's, it's, like a, it's a mob tactic, essentially. But I, I will I will clarify something. If it wasn't for creepy double standards, the Trump administration would have no standards at all. Um... Oh, thanks. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, um, I, I think mm, no, we'll we'll hold the Kelly stuff until uh, after the break because uh, I don't I don't want to 
Oh uh, yeah, we'll we'll hold that. But yeah, you know, uh, hopefully, um, this, uh, you know, hopefully, the, I, I don't know, I, I, the Congress can step up and stand up and say something. You know, Marco Rubio, I'll give him credit. He's been standing up and and saying, look, we need to do more, a lot more. You know, so I don't like Rubio. He's right. But he's I don't right. like him either, but he's right. The fact the fact that, um, and by the way, I'm back until I have to mute again because the dogs are beasts. The fact that <laughs> we, we're actually we're actually saying, yes, Marco Rubio is right, just shows you how badly this administration is managing. What's a humanitarian crisis in Puerto Rico? I, and yeah. it really is. I mean, you know, there's reports out there now that they're estimating 450 people are dead. They don't wow. know that, but they're basing it. They're basing it on the fact that they haven't been able to locate people, mm-hmm. and they're basing it on the fact that there's a um, there's a morgue that's receiving bodies, but they they can't get official. You know, they can't make official death notices. I guess that's the word. So it's it's bad. It's really bad. So when mm-hmm. he that monster sits there and talks about the debt in front, right in front of the governor of Puerto Rico when he's sitting there saying, please treat us like Americans. Please treat us the same way that you treated Texas, Louisiana, Florida. And I don't even think the guy even thought to ask about California because Trump hasn't mentioned California. Yeah. He's a monster. He <laughs> That's because California voted for uh, Hillary. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, he'll it's, be, it's, he, he'll say nice things about Orange County, and that's it. Um, yeah, pretty much. Or, yeah, well, uh, that's funny. Thank you. Oh yeah, yeah, Orange I County. get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I only said it because Orange County is typically red. Uh, yes. So, <laughs> uh, well, yeah, and yellow. Um, so. Uh, but you know, oh, I want to go back and say I think I ha- actually have a list of four or five things I like about Marco Rubio. I would like to list right now because I'm just feeling loopy and silly. First of all, thank you, Marco Rubio, for pointing out that Donald Trump has really teeny tiny hands. Secondly, I'd like to also thank you for saying that Donald Trump thought that the nuclear triad was an '80s band. Um, <laughs> uh, thank you for. Uh, music yeah thank you for going after rt especially since they uh they're in cahoots with that alexander dugan asshole the one who ran the smears against you uh called you a a a stat the map um and uh and yes and and thank you for standing up for uh puerto rico so uh, so yeah marco rubio has a few redeeming qualities everyone very few (laughs) you gotta give these people credit yeah yeah. Otherwise, and, we're hypocrites. And he, I, he likes to keep hydrated, too. That's another positive thing. Yeah, so. that's right. He does like liquid. <laughs> he likes liquid hydrogen oxygen or something. Uh, <laughs> Especially yeah. when it's yellow and, you know, squirted on the bed. Wait, no, that's Trump, not Rubio. Oh, that's Trump, not <laughs> Trump. Oh, I'm sorry. I got me, I'm sorry. <laughs> you got your Republicans uh, mixed up, huh? Yeah. No, they're all I, I'm, the same I got the the Rubio water gulp here. Then false choices like the one the president laid out tonight. The choices isn't just between big government or big business. <laughs> Boy, that was a loud gulp. 
<laughs> it, I, I I helped it along too. <laughs> okay. uh, I also but, appreciate Marco Rubio's. You know, he has platform heels. He does. Those are those are adorable little boots he wears. They are stylish. Yeah. <laughs> so I appreciate that. Uh, you you yes you you know you you appreciate good fashion choices. That's and that's I do. You know, so uh, and that's a good thing. So, uh, all right, let me see. We're going to, speaking of all this, uh, this liquid, I'm going to have to play swimming upside down, uh, when we go on break. Um, and, and, and let, let's start, let's go to break a little bit early because the Kelly audio that I have, there's three clips and it's all kind of long, not t- too super long, but I wouldn't mind getting to that and then playing the morning Joe clip too, because he had the same thoughts that many people had after they heard yeah. uh, General Kelly give his press conference the other day, uh, attacking uh, a representative Frederica Wilson, a Democrat from Florida, who happens to be the, uh, the, the uh, represented um, Sergeant uh, what LaDavid um, LaDavid Jackson? LaDavid Johnson. LaDavid Johnson, Johnson, right? Johnson. Um, yes. it was Johnson. Yeah, I got it there. Yeah. She's, she's not just a mentor. She's a family friend. Yes, and I know she, we'll she talk might as about this more later. Yeah, but. she might as well be a family member, really. Yes, you know. So yes. we're going to hear from her. We're going to hear from uh, after we hear from Kelly. But there's a there's a lot of you know, um, crazy ugliness coming out uh, about this. So, uh, but anyway, let's go ahead and yeah, like I said, we're going to listen to "Swimming Upside Down" by the one and only Bobber. And uh, come back and uh, shift gears and talk about, uh, again, uh, Trump's, mm, what is it? He's, he has the uh, um, empathy of a cockroach. Is that right? His cockroach empathy. Uh, but yeah, everybody hang tight. We'll be right back with lots more right after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Occasionally I get a jerk like you here, so thank you. KennyPick.com.
I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santorsa, co-host and head mechanic of The Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Yeehaw! Sunday, 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 come on down to Southern Progressive Revival to hear the best and worst of Southern politics once again. We've got all brand new episodes for the low, low price of 100% free and tons of extras, including guests, rants, and flustered hosts and co-hosts. Think your credit ain't good enough? We don't care. Think you don't have nothing to hear since you ain't from the South? Well, that ain't right. You reckon that Yankee pick feller's got more class than us? Well, that might be true. But let's do this. Come listen to Southern Progressive Revival live every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Come now and we'll throw in a free pine tree air freshener. Wow. Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. Indie Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower.
This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God, they've killed Kenny, you bastard! I've had worse. It's showtime. They didn't kill me. They just poisoned me with a tetanus shot. Uh, <laughs> welcome back to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, uh, the weekend edition. And, of course, joining me, as always, out of the Beltway Bureau, Rain from Four Freedoms blog. Hello. I just want you to know that I knew what I signed up for. That's right. I didn't know what I signed up for with that tetanus shot, though. <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> I should have read the whole thing. Uh, but, and of course, your bobber half, uh, Bobber, uh, Der Braumeister. Uh, are you working uh, on any special brews right now, Bob? Well, I will tell you uh, something we discussed uh, several months back. <clears throat> I brewed a mother of all beers. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. I remember you talked about that. So that's actually, uh, I need to bottle it up, but uh, it's going to be one of our Christmas beers. Oh, very nice. So now Imperial, you... milk, Imperial oh, milk, milk Stout. Nice. Have you ever thought about making a Four freedom, Freedoms blogger? Like a logger? Wow. <laughs> uh, I'd have to, I have to really think hard about what that would be like. I don't know. Uh, but, uh, and of course, Bobber from four freedoms blog, uh, welcome back. And I also wanted to give a quick commentary. I love the ending of swimming upside down is perfect. I, the song is great, uh, all around, but I love endings like that. The real staccato kind of endings. So that one, two, three, four, five. I love that. I always get stuck <laughs> in my head. So, uh, kudos to Thank you. Thank you. That's all right. Thank you. Uh, I, I love tight endings. On well, that sounds terrible. <laughs> Don't we all? Don't we all love a tight ending? That's what he said, <laughs> <laughs> or what she said. So um, uh, it could be what anybody said. Uh, but anyway, uh, <laughs> oh boy, uh, oh, don't get me started. Uh, so let's just get back to let, let, let's uh, shift gears. And of course, uh, yeah, Trump um, uh, recently made uh, a phone call to the Gold Star family of again, uh, Sergeant LaDavid Johnson, um, who was uh, uh, basically abandoned somehow and his body wasn't even recovered until later uh, you know i mean it's 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 really i mean yeah, there's a lot of people that's coming out want a big it's investigation hours. yeah so um and, and that's really disturbing but what what is also disturbing is that uh, trump um made a phone call to to his widow um, and other family members who were listening on speakerphone and somebody who might as well have been a family member was representative Fr Frederica Wilson uh, because you know they're, they're you know she's known generations of uh, Sergeant Johnson's family and you know she knew him very well and you know uh, so uh, she listened to the call and that and, and she you know is backing up and seriously, who are you going to believe? Let's back this up. Wait. Yeah, yeah. Go she ahead. didn't just listen to the call. She didn't just listen to the call. She no. was in the car with the widow on the way to pick up her husband's body at the Miami airport. Okay. So she didn't just listen into the call. 
this woman that's right I, I and i don't remember the widow's name and i'm sorry about that but she put the she put the phone on speaker and so representative wilson was with her this woman's mother or mother-in-law i don't know i can't tell if it was mother or mother-in-law but and i believe the, the grand let's just call it the grandmother of those kids because this woman had two children and one on the way yeah so the grandmother was in the car and i believe the grandfather was in the car so when this call came in it was put on speakerphone so everybody in that circle in that car could hear yeah so it wasn't like some devious sneaky little you know spy job you know going exactly on here. that's that's what i'm trying to point out and if you're a you know depending on who was driving uh, you know, uh, uh, it's smart to put something like that on speakerphone, right? Well, yes. Um, I believe, I do believe it was an escorted vehicle. Okay, yeah. Like a probably. limousine or, a, you know, but. Sure. But, uh, but yeah. But so she wasn't listening. Yeah. So, so that is, that is very important to remember. Thank you, Rain. I, uh, I did hear some of that, but the, I, I appreciate the, the greater clarity on that because, um, what Kelly has done is is because you know the Trump came across uh, you know in the call to everybody who heard it as insensitive and said he knew what he was getting into and you know saying stuff like your guy your guy your guy and didn't even seem to remember uh, Sergeant Johnson's name and which is why which is why Representative Wilson got really upset yeah so with all that being said it now you have uh you know. Trump lying about what happened, and it's basically confirmed now for through General Kelly uh, that Trump did lie, did in fact lie. And then, um, and Sarah Huckabee Sanders, you know, are you going to believe Trump or Huckabee Sanders over the, the this family and you know uh, this this Congresswoman? Because I'll tell you what, I know who has the greater track record of lying, and it's not the 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 Gold Star family or the Congresswoman. And now we, it's the lies have evolved even further to smear Frederica Wilson. Um, when in this, this is crazy. So basically, it, Kelly went out to do damage control and sold himself out, uh, it, it just in the most horrible way. And I think I got the three uh, most important clips from that, and uh, others will be covered in other audio that from other news reports. Um, and we might hear a repeat of sh shorter clips, but not much. Um, now, can, yeah, yeah. Can, can, can I give a little bit of a backstory here? Sure. Because yesterday, yesterday, um, there was a tweet from Trump who said that Frederica Wilson lied and he had proof. Yes. And during the, um, the, the, you know, the presser, Sarah Huckabee Sanders said, no, he didn't record it, but there were other people in the room. Mm-hmm. And so this, I think, is important going forward with the rest of this story. Yeah. Because Sarah Huckabee Sanders said that there were people in the White House, the Oval Office, who were in the room and heard the president on this call. Yeah. I think that's an important point to make going forward. All right. So here is part one. And um, uh, you might be stunned as to how Kelly ends this one. Oh man, this this is um this is kind of meandering, but I think this might be um part of uh part of the advice Kelly gave Trump going into the call. Some presidents have elected to call. All presidents, I believe, have elected to send letters. 
Um, if you elect to call a family like this, it is about the most difficult thing you could imagine. There's no perfect way to make that phone call. Uh, when I took this job uh, and talked to President uh, uh, Trump about how to do it, my first recommendation was he not do it. Uh, because it's not the phone call that parents, family members are looking forward to. It's a nice to do, in my opinion, in any event. Uh, he asked me about pre previous presidents, and I said, I can tell you that President Obama, who uh, was my commander-in-chief when I was on active duty, uh, did not call my family. That was not a criticism. That was just to simply say, I don't believe President Obama called. That's not a negative thing. Uh, I don't believe President Bush called in all cases. Um, I don't believe any president, particularly when the casualty rates are very, very high, that presidents call. But I believe they all right. So when I gave that explanation to our president three days ago, um, he elected to make phone calls in the case of the four young men who we lost in Niger uh, at the earlier part of this month. But then he said, you know, what? how do you make these calls? Uh, if you're not in the family, if you've never worn the uniform, if you've never been in combat, you can't even imagine how to make that call. But I think he very bravely does make those calls. Are you out of your mind? You just called Trump brave for making a call. And not only that, yeah. how, what kind of human, ask, what kind of adult human has to ask another adult human, how do I call somebody who, who I mean, how do I give condolences? I mean, if you're, if you're the president and clearly Trump isn't, <laughs> this should just be something you understand that, you know, you, you pretended all along to, to really care about the military, but this is proof that you don't. Because if you don't understand as a grown ass man, what kind of reverence you should have for people who serve or families of those individuals who serve and die on your watch. If you don't have that basic understanding of just how to make a phone call, pack your fucking bags. Thank you. No, it's true. The f this is there are there are so many things with with what happened yesterday that is rattling around in my head. But the very fact that the president and I don't. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, even Kelly had seemed to have trouble saying that. Saying you know that he had to ask a grown man, "How do I make a phone call?" Even after Kelly told him, "My advice to you is don't make the call." Mm-hmm. And and here's something that's here's something that's getting lost in all of this, and it's a minor thing, but this entire conversation that we're having about this phone call and about how Trump made the call and screwed up the call and all this stuff. If you go back to that that press briefing, when this issue was raised, the reporters asked, "How come you haven't mentioned?" the four dead soldiers in Niger. Exactly. And he answered a completely different question. Mm-hmm. Well, here, here's a, a little clue that I, I got out of that. 
was that um, Kelly told Trump that Obama didn't call his family. And I think that, again, this is just one of these Trump wants to do, you know, wants to do better or supplant or have a, wants to just make a name for himself over Obama. And so it's like, well, Obama didn't call. I'm going to call. Yeah, you're exactly right, Bobber. I was thinking the same thing. He just wants he he wants his own like you know, um, yeah. He just wants credit for something. He yeah. just wants people to say, "What a good job you did." He wants a pat on the head and a cookie, you know, <clears throat> with two scoops of ice cream. Exactly. Uh, but the thing is, is that yeah. Kelly later on said Obama didn't call me, and that's not a bad thing. Yeah, he said he said in that clip we just listened to, he's like, "That's not a criticism. That's just a fact. He didn't call." So, um, and so he goes on to further explain the, why, why it sounded cold hearted from Trump, you know, again, a man, he had to coach to express sympathy. Well, no, the reason why it, it, it came across that way is, well, you don't have to give a reason why, because we know Trump doesn't care about anybody or anything but himself, you know, and in people who, you know, uh, effusively praise him, you know, but he doesn't, Here's the thing. He doesn't really oh, even God. care about them. Go ahead. At one point, and I don't know if we played it or if we're going to play it, but he said, when I talked to the president three days ago, I coached him. Yeah. Three days ago. Which was the day that these reporters asked him that question. Yep. And, exactly. and I am just, I am a, I shouldn't be a gog, but I am a gog. And I'm not defending Kelly here because I know we're going to get into some other stuff. Yeah. Well. But, but the fact that the chief of staff had to sit the president of the United States down and tell him, this is how you be empathetic. And this yeah. is how you make a phone call. I mean, you know. <clears throat> well, in in he President goes. President Bush, it, it, President Obama, they didn't just make calls to the military dead. No. They also made phone calls to people who died in gun violence, or people who died in some you know just awful, awful situation in this country. They had empathy. Yeah, and and, and it does, and they didn't. I've never heard of any single president being criticized for a call um, until now. And then we come out and we get just endless, breathless explanations from the chief of staff as yes. to why it came across so cold hearted. Well, the reason why is because he fucked up my script. That's pretty much what he said <laughs> is he fucked up my script because <laughs> yeah. he, he, yeah. he didn't have empathy uh, and, and never will have empathy and he just yeah. read the script badly, you know. Uh, so, so this is this is his explanation of that. So he called four people the other day and expressed his condolences in the best way that he could. And he said to me, "What do I say?" Uh, I said to him, "Sir, there's nothing you can do to lighten the burden on these families." But let me. I'm gonna pause it right there. What do I say? What? Watch a movie. I mean, you know, seriously, oh I mean, just, just anything there, you know, uh, uh, I've seen, you know, the scenes like this in movies 
or TV shows where, you know, somebody, ex uh, you know, uh, I just do it myself in real life. If I, I, you know, I just bumped into a coworker the other day who said that he has a family member who's not doing well and, and is going to, you know, the, probably die. And, uh, you know, and, and I don't know this coworker that well, and I don't know his family member, but I gave him genuine empathy and said kind things to him. That's the thing. I mean, the idea of somebody asking, what do I say? Um, I mean, Bob and I had a friend whose wife died a few years ago. And there's nothing you can say except to say, what can I do? Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's there's not much that you can do to screw up expressing empathy for somebody else's grief. Yeah. Show, showing some, some genuine kindness and caring. Yeah. yeah. There's, what, what, so what the fact I, that, that this guy is asking, what do I say? This, this goes beyond presidential politics. This just goes beyond, to me, that comment blew me away because it just goes beyond the fact that Donald Trump is a 71, 72-year-old man asking a general, how am I supposed to treat a war widow? He's 70-something years old. Yeah, this 71. This is not normal. Yeah, so so anyway, so here here Kelly goes on to uh, talk about the 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 coaching and the scripting he he gave Trump that Trump obviously fucked up. Tell you what I tell him, and what, let me tell you what my best friend Joe Dunford told me because he was my casualty officer. He said, "Kel, um, he was doing exactly what he wanted to do." when he was killed. He knew what he was getting into by joining the, that 1%. He knew what the possibilities were because we're at war. And when he died, in the four cases we're talking about in Niger, my son's case in Afghanistan, when he died, he was surrounded by the best men on this earth, his friends. That's what the president tried to say to, a fam to four families the tried. other day. Tried. I was stunned when I came to work yesterday morning and brokenhearted at what I saw a member of Congress doing. A member of Congress who listened in on a phone call from the President of the United States to a young wife and in his way tried to mm. express that opinion. Tried. He's a brave man, a fallen hero. He knew what he was getting himself into because he enlisted. There's no reason to enlist. He enlisted. And he was where he wanted to be, exactly where he wanted to be with exactly the people he wanted to be with when his life was taken. That was the message. That was the message that was transmitted. No, no, no. That's what Trump tried to transmit, as he said twice before. He tried. Trump tried. He tried. You had to try. You had. You just couldn't do. You had to try, and that's what happened. That is exactly. Kelly just told us what happened. I had to tell him what to do. I gave him a script. He tried to do it, and he fucked it up. Whereas that conversation huh? never should have had to happen. That conversation never should have had to happen to say, "What do I say?" 
well, you know, first of all, I mean, great advice. Don't do it. You know, uh, push that. Say it three times like Trump says everything three times. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. But no, he needs to pad his own fucking ego. So he's going to do it. And he doesn't know how because he's so devoid of human empathy, sympathy, uh, or, or just in general emotions that allow all of us to function as grown ass adults. So, yeah, Bob, well, you know, <laughs> yeah, Ray? Bob, I don't because Bob Anybody. knows I got stuff to say. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I think the comment I made before, you know, that the whole reason Trump decided to do it was because Obama didn't call Kelly and he wanted to be better than Obama or think he was better than Obama. But, you know, it's it's like he's getting up in front of the, the class to do a book report and looks on his pages and realizes, oh, my page is blank. Yeah, because I, you know, I didn't, I didn't get, I didn't prepare for this, and yeah. um, I mean, so he just starts babbling like an idiot, and yeah. that's what happens. He copied badly from Kelly's notes. Um, well, you know, see, I, I'm, I'm on board with that, but I also feel like you know, most of us grown-ups, when we ask somebody else for advice, they, they tell us fables. Or stories. Like if I were to ask Bob, babe, what do I do in XY situation? And he would be like, well, when I was in this situation, this is what happened to me. And I feel like this is what Kelly was trying to do with Trump, except Trump was like, oh, yeah, he knew what he got into. That's the part I'm going to go with. Mm -hmm. Like he didn't understand that this was a learning moment, a teachable moment. And it really was a teachable moment for Trump, but Trump obviously is not teachable. I mean, what do you guys think? I I, I concur. You know, that's he, he was trying to teach him a class in, in a subject for which Trump has zero capability of, of learning anything. Yeah, it's like teaching me automotive repair. You know, yeah. uh, <laughs> I mean, here's the reality: anybody who joins now, I can say this. And I think that anybody should be able to say this. Anybody who joins the military needs to understand that they may not come home because we are in many war fronts. The fact that Donald Trump said that to a war widow yeah. is disgusting. No, oh, it's, it's, it's repugnant. Absolutely I mean, it, 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 it's just, again, going back to this idea of lack of empathy. You know what yeah. he got into, and, you know, it, it's just... <sighs> That's something that, that, you know, I mean, doesn't need to be said. And for, you know, I mean, to say, you know, look, he was surrounded yes. by people who cared about him. So, you know, well, arguably, you know, not in the end. You know, he was left behind, which really sucks. And, you know, I'm very curious to see uh, if we get any answers on that. Um, but, yeah, you know, and um, and I'm going to actually uh, we have a third one. See, this these clips are so dense with nonsense. I know, you know, that it, it it's, you know, uh, it's just impossible to get through three clips in one segment. And it's it, and it's it's good, but it's bad because we shouldn't have to be talking about, 
you know, issues like this with the, 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 you know, the commander in chief. Go ahead, Bob. You know, there's one other thing is that, you know, Kelly, former soldier, speaking to a, a soldier about his soldier son. You know, so of course, and of course, him being a general and a male and all that, two males talking to each other, that conversation is going to be way different than if that, you know, a soldier was talking to a mother. Mm-hmm. Or a wife yes. who who is is not military. So I mean, so yeah, this 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 uh, this officer could 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 say to General Kelly, well, yeah, he, he knew what he was signing up for because you knew what you were signing up for when you joined the military, and so yeah, that's it. it, it, it there's an understanding there. Whereas you know, Trump trying to copy that and, and say it to a woman who has no doesn't really understand that. Um, in the way that a, a person who actually served would, um, yeah. she yeah. shows just how clumsy and, and clueless he is when, when trying to take some advice and apply it to the situation. Bingo! So that is a good, really good point. Yeah, that's a that's an extremely good point. So, uh, well, I'll tell you what we are gonna we, we're gonna run to the break. We got P.S. Mueller coming up with this. We have one other other clip from Kelly, and then a really amazing breakdown. Um, from uh, uh, Joe Scarborough of all people, and uh, and oh, he actually brought up something in his breakdown of this that I hadn't thought of too, and b- regarding the last Kelly clip about things that are sacred, folks. Oh, so offensive mm. on so many levels, so <laughs> many levels. Uh, but yeah, so, and we'll get some other, uh, analysis and coverage from, uh, folks, uh, well, we're, we'll actually hear from, uh, representative Frederica Wilson, uh, as well, uh, later. And I promise we have some good stuff too, because, um, president Obama was in, uh, 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 in what Virginia, Richmond, doing, Richmond, or, Virginia, doing oh. ads for Ralph Notham. Oh, Ralph North. Northam, and it was like a warm, cool, sweet bath of water yeah. or something. It <laughs> just it was whatever it was. It was awesome. A cool, refreshing spring um, uh, oh of of hope. But I like it too. It. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's go. Let's go ahead and uh, run to the break. When we come back, we'll have Mr. P.S. Mueller with us. Don't nobody go nowhere. We'll be right back. The only time I think I've ever been able to understand myself was on... Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Then things were really clear. This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's... Gods and Monsters. Gods of Metal and Monsters of Rock, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal, some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal, and rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. And now, 
on with the show. We're at our best, not when we're trying to put people down, but when we're trying to lift everybody up. Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome back to the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pig, broadcasting live on tetanus side effects. <laughs> and, uh, of course, welcome back to the program, the dynamic duo from the Beltway Bureau, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog. Hello. Hello. I like some of these dog imitations that we heard right uh, at the beginning right. of the break. It was yeah, fun. I'm sorry. I forgot to mute. I was, <laughs> I was, I was mocking Earl. I know. <laughs> and, of course, uh, Bobber from Four Freedoms Blog uh, joining us as well. Welcome back, sir. <laughs> it's a rough show, everybody. It's a rough show. Uh, so, And uh, last but most certainly not least, uh, coming to us from the wilds of Madison, Wisconsin, the one and only P.S. Mueller. Hello, sir. Can you hear me? I can. Loud and clear. Good. So, uh, can you hear your jingle? Who the hell is that? I'm cartoonist and agent provocateur, P.S. Mueller. I thought I heard a stranger. To what do I owe the pleasure of your visit, my friend? The desire for escapism and kicks. Which could affect the entire world. Well, naturally, we think it's wonderful. Uh, excuse me, please. P.S. I know you. I know you. Yeah. You, you, you. Well, how are you? Well, you know, I, I may be like uh, 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 muting my mic a lot during the show because I'm sneezing a lot and I'm blowing my nose a lot. Ah. Yeah. Um, I don't know exactly whether I'm coming down with a cold or whether I'm in the grip of bad allergies. Mm. Could be any uh, number of things. Well, you know, it, it puts tomorrow in question. Supposed to, we're supposed to get together with a couple of close friends and uh, do a little paddling and stuff like that. And um, oh, if it's cold, I don't want to get near anybody, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Under, understood. Uh, so, uh, you'll, um, if, if you're interested, you can go back to the beginning of the show when, we, uh, when I post the podcast. And you can hear about uh, my uh, stepping on a rusty nail and going and getting a tetanus shot. And uh, now I'm like physically incapacitated from the side <laughs> oh, yeah. effects of the of the tetanus shot. I feel running like running a fever, are you? Uh, I might have a little bit of a fever, but I have I my head has been in this crazy weird cloud all day. I've just been so groggy; it's not even funny. So and you know what happened? I was recording Foley when it happened. That's what I did, Pete. I was recording recording Foley tetanus Foley. Yeah, hmm. so I didn't yeah. even scream when I stepped on the nail, and I had my phone running. So <laughs> well, I do have ten things they never tell you about the Keystone Pipeline. Oh, you got a list, ah. do you? 
So, I do. All right. Let me uh, let me get the. Uh, you don't necessarily have to go through with the drum roll. Okay, like we that. we'll skip the drum roll for tonight. So we'll give you rim okay. shots where appropriate, though. So here we all go. All right. Okay. Uh, the first is it's not really a pipeline. It's a devil poo transport system. See. <laughs> uh, that it is. Yes, it is. And uh, uh, number 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 two, appropriately, one hundred percent of the pipeline's pro- uh, contents will be refined into European style air freshener and sold on the global stink market. <laughs> Very nice. Number three, it's not antelope proof. Nothing is antelope proof. That is true. That is true. So. <laughs> Four, political support for the Keystone XL pipeline is provided by the Defective Steel Association, the Dead Boreal Forest Council, and Viscous Pleasures Adult Entertainment, LLC. (laughs) Uh, Thank you for tacking on the LLC there. That's an important... uh, (laughs) important Number five, tar sands totally mess with the Eskimojo. (laughs) number six upon the project's completion an estimated 22,000 illegitimate drill babies plan to illegally enter the United States and vote like crazy all over the place oh you know they will you know they will all over that's right. Seven, I think, if plans to protect the Oglala aquifer by hiding it in Lake Superior go ahead, the pipeline will be canceled and workers will be sent abroad to destroy New Guinea because. Just because. So. <laughs> um, this would be seven. Uh, dinosaurs could get loose in Oklahoma and make trouble in the schools. <laughs> Good. Got to give them guns. Pipeline's entire contents will be used to create two doses of a designer drug to confer immortality upon the Koch brothers. Oh no, no, that cannot, that cannot come to pass. Or maybe, however, yeah, go ahead. Rupert Murdoch plans to steal both doses, take one, and let the Kochs fight to the death over the other. Oh, see, there you go. <laughs> I'd pay to see that. There yeah. you go. How is everybody? Doing pretty good. Thank you for the list. You better be. Yeah. You be- <laughs> uh, like I said, just groggy, but I'm, I'm all here. So, and of course, Joseph has the night off, but Bobber has graciously decided to take his place. Hello, Robert. Hello. So, turn your, I love that. Turn your mic Robert. up just a hair. Robert. Get in on that mic. Um, Get it. Squeeze in there. Edge yeah, up next to it. Said. <laughs> I know he's not Mike's guy. No, he's not. So uh, I just, I just, I just have a, sh- a crappy, you know, headset that I'm using. Yeah. Okay. Go. Put it inside your in, inside your your mouth hole. Yeah. <laughs> so what about that, that that gibbering monster who presides over the United States government? Well, uh, we we listened to a little bit of uh, we listened to two clips of General Kelly's um, excuses that he made for Trump making a horrendous call to uh, the the widow and family, and uh, um, also uh, it, uh, there was a, a congresswoman. Um, 
in the vehicle with the family when the call was on speakerphone. That would be uh, Frederick Wilson, Wilson from Florida. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, again, the, the family of Sergeant uh, David Johnson. And so we, heard, so we heard uh, Kelly giving, you know, excuses for Trump. Well, he asked me what to say. He asked me what he should do. And so our whole thing is you, you, you're 71 years old and you need to ask another adult how to make a call to express sympathy to, uh, to uh, you know, uh, uh, an individual who allegedly you have great deep admiration for uh, because of his, his choice in life to, to enlist in the military. You know, I mm-hmm. mean, this is something that if you if you say you have reverence for people who serve in the military then you should and, and you've made it to 71 years old uh, 71 years uh, it, it, you know of age mm-hmm. then that should be automatic that you would know what to say right no not it, if you don't know anything well yeah and not that's if the you ca- only know what's inside of your head yeah and you know, not if uh, whatever uh, attempts at communication, uh, you know, that you produce uh, emerge as a rectal cough. <laughs> yeah. Rectal cough. yeah. <laughs> Nervous charts. Uh, yeah. uh, keep in mind that, that, you know, this guy can only perceive the world in terms of himself. This is true. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and, and we know, and, and you know, as Bobber pointed out, basically he just did this to pad his own ego, well, you know, to make yeah. the calls, to make himself uh, appear, um, you know, uh, uh, to be better than President Obama. Um, Without all that money, you know, he would be permitted to spend time with uh, uh, crayons in a soft room. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that is true. So now we get to the the last clip that I have uh, of just Kelly. We'll hear more throughout other uh, breakdowns um, throughout the show uh, from other journalists. But this is the one that made me. I, I was I was in I was wa- washing. No, no, I was I was cleaning my chrome. <laughs> I was cleaning my chrome in the kitchen yesterday and I had uh th- this uh no wonder you're thinking funny. Press briefing. No, no, it was I just it, you use a uh, aluminum foil and in and water and you can clean really rust off of chrome. Well. Yeah. Really? Yeah, a couple accent pieces in the bathroom, my laundry chute door in a tissue box. Um and it worked. Isn't that handy? Yeah. So no harsh chemicals. Um, but so I'm le- I'm I'm cleaning my chrome. That's what the kids are calling it these days. <laughs> oh and uh, and and I hear this, and I'm like, it, he couldn't have said all of what he just said. He couldn't have said what uh, you know. And 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 of course today I was all loopy, so I kind of forgot about it until you know we we you know. I was scrolling back through the the messages with Rain and Joe, and and I commented on it a little bit yesterday. But it, it, you know, but there were other things that I I forgot that he said that I heard, and I was like, "Holy shit!" He's just t- it, it sounded to me like he's trashing Trump. 
But I just don't even fucking know where it's going. But, it, you know, it, but again, it, there's a lot of stuff in here that's offensive on a lot of levels. So listen to this. This is only a minute and 15 seconds. It stuns me that a member of Congress would have listened in on that conversation. Absolutely stuns me. And I thought at least that was sacred. You know, when I was a kid growing up, a lot of things were sacred in our country. Women were sacred and looked upon with great honor. That's obviously not the case anymore, as we see from recent cases. Got to pause that real quick. Oh. Women in rain. Uh, I'll let you. Do, do you remember what you said uh, when that when he mentioned that? I, when I when he mentioned that, I was like, you know what? I'm not sacred. I'm an equal person in this society. Mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm a person, and I'm not an item. Yeah, were women sacred uh, trophies when they were property? Were women sacred uh, less than 100 years ago when they couldn't vote? Were yeah, women sacred it, yeah. when they were expected to be barefoot and pregnant and, you know, uh, run a household uh, and, you know, while dad came home and smoked a pipe and put his slippers on? You know, I mean... This is where... This is where... I, I split with Kelly when he said that and mm -hmm. the next couple of things, it was like, you know what, dude, you need to sit down and you need to come into the 20. I don't know. You need to come into this century. I am not <laughs> a sacred person. Huh? What babe? I said 21st. <laughs> Whatever the century <laughs> is. God damn it. I, I'm pissed about this. When women were sacred, Makes yeah, no they, sense. They, when they were sacred, they used to sacrifice them to the gods. Yeah. Right. I'm not yeah. sacrificed. Yeah. That yeah. pissed me off. That it, those mother-loving gods. Well, it, and I'm thinking, you know, and obviously, I don't know if that was like a jab at, uh, you know, uh, Harmy Wormstein. Um, but uh, look at the dude he you're working for. Boss. It doesn't I, I know. I, I, th I think Donald Trump grabbed that sound bite by the pussy. So that, that's I see. That. He probably he might have. Oh, but I got to buzz you. You didn't get permission to say that word. So uh, <laughs> is it okay, Rain? It's fine. He, no. <laughs> you know what? He, he's his own man. I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm, 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 just, I'm just quoting the president. That's right. That's right. So you're being be, being very presidential right now. I just now, don't understand why why Kelly came out and said, "I remember time when women were sacred." What the hell, dude? Yeah. What I the mean, hell? It literally makes no sense. Um, uh, considering who he works for, who's thrice you know thrice married, um, you know cheated on uh, at least one of his wives that you know was very public. Uh, you know, is the guy who walks in and, you know, uh, in, in, on the teenagers in their changing room at pageants, um, you know, yeah. uh, you know, said that he moved on women like a bitch and again, like grabbed them by their private parts and you can do anything you want when you're famous. Just walk up, just walk right up to him and kiss him. That doesn't sound sacred at all. I mean, the beauty pageant itself, is that sacred? I mean, because that's trotting women out and judging them almost solely on their appearance so you know i, I mean if if you want to say that you know i, I it, none of it makes sense it doesn't i mean women are women used to be sacred well 
you know, the only thing I, maybe the only thing I think maybe marriage was that. sacred at one point, and in your your marriage to your wife to that woman is sacred. But you know, not when my folks were hitched. So, well, back in the golden fifties. Yeah. No. Well, but Rain, I'm sorry. Go you ahead, were gonna, Pete, you were, because hmm? I'm I'm just sitting here thinking. I really am thinking that maybe maybe John Kelly has a very different version of what women are in modern America. And when I say modern America, I'm talking about I don't know now. Sure. Well, I bet you, I bet you, he had uh, like uh, you know straight from the department a genuine uh, certified military wife. Yeah. I don't know. So, uh, yeah. but it, it, yeah, it's just it, it, that bothered me a lot. It yeah. really did. So let's let's go through the the other list of of things here that he he said uh, used to be sacred, but just aren't anymore. Life, the dignity of life, was sacred. That's gone. Religion, it's gone. That seems to be gone as well. Mean? Gold star families. I think that left in the convention over the summer. All right, so let's start with life. Okay, mm. life was it, it. Life used to be sacred. Now that's gone. Okay, so what are you what are you talking about? Abortion is that? That's what he's talking about. Let's just be straight up. That you he, think he is? Yeah, I mean that that's what he's he's talking about right there. He doesn't want uh, women to have the right to, to to choose. He wants you know less life to be sacred when you know people are doing back alley abortions and you know. Uh, women die from infections or botched, you know, illegal surgeries or whatever. And right? yeah, the, in 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 religion, that's no longer sacred. It's not. Maybe if you stop using it as a, a you know, if, if conservatives and fundamentalists stop stop using it as a cudgel to bash people over the head, and you know, say, oh, I'm going to operate in the the public, uh, uh, you know. Uh, sector, but uh, I'm, I'm I want to you know not serve gay people or whatnot. Well, yeah, it used to be sacred when you could discriminate against people, you know. Mm. And it, it, whose fucking fault is it that church attendance is down? It's not mine, you know. It, it's it's not mm. liberals, you know. Maybe it's all the hate mongers in the you know out there trying to tell people that they're you know gonna burn in hell, or maybe it's you know outdated uh in backwards um you know policies that they push in the churches you know i, I mean it, it, that that has nothing to do with anything oh religion isn't sacred anymore well you know it is to anybody who's a true believer and you know and and gee religion isn't sacred but wasn't your guy trying to target people from mostly muslim countries uh with the you know a, a, a travel ban you know. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, Kelly should have said Christian. Well, you know. <laughs> that's what he implied. I mean, yeah. to him, I'm sure when he says, you know, religion, he means Christianity. Or you know, and he's probably fucking referring to the war, fake war on Christmas too. If so you really, drill like, down, if you drill down deeply, hmm. you know, as, as the absolutely riveting Rachel Maddow did last night, mm-hmm. and you see that the U.S. kind of like arbitrarily stuck the country of Chad on its uh, no immigration list. Hmm. Okay. And Chad 
had been uh, basically supporting U.S. operations in neighboring Niger. And immediately after we did that, Chad withdrew all of their people from Niger. And uh, any Chadian support for American troops remaining there is gone. And within days, we lost four soldiers. Uh, oh. We'll uh, for uh, you know something that you know every uh, diplomat worldwide uh, describes as incomprehensible what the U.S. did in terms of including Chad on the list. Wow. Well, uh, so in other words, yeah. uh, Trump killed those guys. Oh well, you know, uh, uh, I'll, I'll tell you what. I think there are a lot mm -hmm. of folks out there that want to see a, a you know. A huge investigation in this. Um, you know, yeah. there's Republicans talking about it, so that's that's good. Yeah. John McCain, McCain is yeah. hopping mad. Yeah. And, uh, so, uh, and you know, when he's hopping mad, he actually hops. He does. He does. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Uh, let, let's play the last clip, though, of, of uh, Kelly talking about things that are sacred. I just thought the selfless devotion that brings a man or woman to die on the battlefield, I just thought that that might be sacred. And when I listen to this woman... Okay, I'm going to pause it again there, because there's one thing we forgot to mention in there, is he said, in, you know, in this woman, shut the fuck mm -hmm. up. I thought women used this to be sacred, this woman. But there was a one part uh, we forgot about, is that he said, Goldstar families used to be sacred, but as we saw in this last convention last summer... Yes. Whose convention are you yeah. talking about, Kimo Sabi? Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was that was. I mean, I, I thought that was a direct dig at Trump, but you know, maybe in his mind it wasn't. I don't know. I think he was going yeah. after the Khan family for you know for Kazir Khan and his wife for getting up on stage and holding up the Constitution. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, uh, you know. I mean, God forbid. And of course, what you was Kazir Khan? Kazir Khan. Yeah, Kazir Khan. Also, gee, what was he doing? He was standing up for his religion that was sacred to him. I don't think Kelly had himself completely sorted out when he spoke. I'm yeah. sorry, Peter. I didn't mean to cut you off. That's all right. Well, yeah, but Rain, you're Khan right. Khan was he, standing he, up for his son. He was, and their faith, their their shared faith. You know, his his and his wife and his son's faith, because you know the, he kept talking about the travel ban, and yes. you know, and, 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 and the Muslim ban, Muslim ban. Let's say what it is. So, uh, but anyway, so now let's, let's hear uh, uh, Kelly mansplain about this woman. And what she was saying and what she was doing on TV, the only thing I could do to collect my thoughts was to go and walk among the finest men and women on this earth. And you can always find them because they're in Arlington National Cemetery. Went over there for an hour and a half, walked among the stones, some of whom I put there. Because they were doing what I told them to do when they were killed. Because you were so upset because your idiot uh, president couldn't follow the script that you gave him because he had to ask, and he's a grown man, a question that no adult should ever have to ask, let alone the, the leader of the United States. You were so upset that she dared be in the same car with that family who she has known for generations. You were so upset by what she did listening to your idiot blather on and insult this poor grieving family 
You just had to go collect your thoughts and walk through Arlington for an hour and a half. You were so devastated by this. Yeah, that's disgusting. What a phony. What a fucking phony. I, 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 it's horrible that he lost his son, but for him to, to go through all of this to defend that idiot he works for... Yeah. And be so tone deaf as to what his, this administration is built upon and what it stands for... Ugh. It's madness. So, anyway... It's uh, disgusting. Yeah, it is. It is. Oh, yeah. Because he pretty much came out and said, well, you know, I disagreed with her, and I am a better person than Representative Wilson because I walked through Arlington Cemetery. Yeah, That's pretty much what he said. And I, I feel like he dismissed the fact that Representative Wilson is a... It's not. She's not just a representative. She was there as a friend. As yes. a beloved friend of the family. Yeah. She wasn't there as a congresswoman. No. She was she... there as as somebody she called she called Johnson her her son. She did. They were that close. Mm-hmm. They were that close. It's uh, and yeah. and god damn it. I, I just feel like I don't know what to, I don't know what to make of what, what Kelly is doing. Because I don't want to dismiss everything he said about here's the protocol for when when a, a, a family becomes a gold star family, but he is screwing this up so badly. Mm-hmm. He's he's messing it up. He's messing it up, and I don't know if he. I, I just I feel like oh, I feel like that that at this point I feel like at this point. Generals are taking over the White House. Oh, yeah. And let's mm -hmm. uh, also uh, not forget, and we'll hear it later, uh, some audio from Jake Tapper reacting to something that uh, Sarah Hickabilly Slanders had to say today um, about generals. Wow. But anyway, um, uh, we, we got to get going to the break. Um, and it looks like uh, uh, Adam Hebert is going to join us for Reverse Colin tonight. So uh, we're going to go ahead and run to the break, and we'll be right back after the Green News Report. So uh, hang tight, all y'all. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com It's Thursday, October 19, 2017. This is nothing more than a big oil polar payout. Alaska National Wildlife Refuge on the chopping block. Again. Don't clean up right now. It's not safe. California officials warn of toxic ash from the state's devastating wildfires. Like Puerto Rico, U.S. Virgin Islands struggling without power or clean water. Plus, Shell Oil opens up electric vehicle chargers at its gas stations in Britain. All of those struggles and ironies straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. I'm against war, except in cases of national security, or if we need oil. <laughs> or if, you know, we feel like having a war. Besides that... Besides that, this is your... Green News Report. I'm gonna soak up the sun. 
Okay, Desi Doyen, encouraging news for the most part this week coming out of California and those devastating wildfires. Yes, firefighters continue to gain ground against those deadly Northern California wine country wildfires. Now officials are warning returning residents to not sift through what remains of their homes because of toxins in the ash from burned plastics, electronics, household pesticides, and other pollutants. That's according to Sonoma County Public Health official Scott Alonzo here in an interview with CBS news. Don't clean up right now. It's not safe. The toxic ash and the debris is harmful. We don't want you sifting through it. We don't want children in it. Do not touch it. And that's a lot of people that he's saying that to. Some 6,000 houses and commercial structures were leveled. Yes, and when it rains, those toxins will be washed into the watershed. And some rain is predicted for this week. Good news for the fires. Bad news for the water drinkers. Meanwhile, the plight of the battered U.S. Virgin Islands has fallen off the media's radar, much like the ongoing humanitarian crisis in Puerto Rico after catastrophic back-to-back hurricanes. Some power has been restored to St. Thomas, but local media confirms cases of bacterial diseases caused by contaminated water. On Wednesday, officials on St. John tweeted that their island has been 100% without electricity for more than 40 days. Mm. Infrastructure and economic losses are estimated to be more than $5 billion for both islands, but the current disaster relief package in Congress offers only a $5 billion loan for for both Puerto Rico and the U.S. Virgin Islands for rebuilding. And, of course, Donald Trump recently said he met the president of the Virgin Islands when it turns out that Donald Trump is the president of the U.S. Virgin Islands. Sad but true. Meanwhile, for nearly 30 years, Republicans in Congress have tried to open up the public's pristine Arctic National Wildlife Refuge to oil and gas drilling. And this time, they may succeed by tying it to a must-pass budget resolution, which, under Senate rules, only needs 51 votes to pass. Republicans want to open the refuge to drilling to raise revenue to offset their proposed $1.5 trillion tax cut. At a Tuesday rally on Capitol Hill to call voters' attention to the Republicans' scheme, Democratic Senator Ed Markey of Massachusetts noted the absurdity of the move now that the U.S. is an oil exporter. So we would be drilling in the Arctic refuge to export to other countries in the world. We would despoil our own sacred land uh, in order to help oil companies sell oil to China. And this time they may actually get away with it. But some good news that got lost amid all of the recent disasters. Canadian pipeline company TransCanada has abandoned plans to build two controversial proposed tar sands pipelines, the Energy East and the Eastern Main Line, after Canada's energy regulator implemented tough new requirements for a approval. A growing number of proposed pipeline projects are now being canceled due to low oil prices and strong public opposition. TransCanada was having problems finding customers for their still-proposed Keystone XL pipeline. Uh, Any idea if that's moving forward? They say it is, but we'll see what happens in the long term. In a sharply worded rebuke to the Trump administration, a federal judge recently reinstated Obama-era rules requiring the oil and gas industry to stop methane leaks from drilling operations on public 
public lands, effective immediately. It's estimated the public loses $330 million a year in royalties because of the leaks and intentional flaring on federal lands. That's enough to power about 5 million homes a year. So it releases dangerous methane into the air and it loses money for the U.S. That's some smart so-called conservatism right there. Finally, in the wake of recent announcements from Britain, China and France to phase out conventional gasoline-powered cars by 2040, oil giant Royal Dutch Shell this week opened up the first wave of fast-charging electric vehicle charging stations at gas stations in the UK. Shell also announced it has purchased the electric vehicle charging network company New Motion and its 30,000 private charging stations at homes and offices across Europe. Yeah, as just about every car maker in the world right now says, we are going electric. The writing is on the wall. For much more writing on the wall, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com for those stories and the ones we couldn't get to. Find us, follow us, and share us worldwide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyne. And this has been your Green News Report. Cause the writing's on the your independence and reject corporate media. This is Indie Media Weekly, your number one source for independent media. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com He even talks honky! Oh boy, I don't have a honky drop queued up. Um, how about this? Ah! There you go, Dana Loesch. She has a new NRA ad out now. She's so creepy! God damn it. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> welcome back to the program. P.S. Mueller in Madison, Wisconsin. Uh, Hello. How are ya? Hello. So, uh, hello. Yeah, feeling uh, still feeling a little sneezy there. Uh, and dopey and sleepy yeah. and happy and dark, you know. And, uh, yeah. Aww. But uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, at least five out of seven dwarves. Um, by the way, you know, uh, you know, it occurred to me just the other day that uh, the president contains, personifies. All seven of the deadly sins. He really Look does. Them up. Yeah. Look them up. Yeah. Greed, sloth, envy. Um, yeah. Those are the ones I know mm. off off the top of my head. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I got uh, a three out of seven ain't bad. Uh, <laughs> isn't that a meatloaf song? Uh, just kidding. Three out of seven ain't bad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And of course, uh, Rain from uh, well, now we'll introduce you last because uh, well, you got to do name calling. Of course, Bobber from Four Freedoms Blog oh. sitting in for Joe Santorsa tonight. Uh, Der Braumeister back into Heasy. Howdy, howdy! Welcome, welcome. And uh, I'm saying right now, uh, lust, gluttony, greed, sloth, wrath, envy, pride. There you go. Yeah, that's that's he got him. Them. That's he, he Trump. Got yeah, sounds like my Saturday night. 
damn it. That's <laughs> so, uh, all right, here we go. Time for a little name call. I love it when it rains. For your pleasure, it's rain from fourfreedomsblog.com. Excellent. She's never failed me before. Honey, you got to give it away to keep it. You can't just hold on to this. Attractive, hot, beautiful. We're talking about the same thing here. You want to mess around? Here comes the rain again. The greatest source of energy known to womankind. All right, let's get straight to the biscuits. 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 Oh, we got a new biscuit drop. Uh, I forgot to. Uh, Adam Adam oh. Hebert uh, shared this uh, with me the other day. This is from uh, one of the interviews he did with uh, Brina Palencia at uh, AWA. Um, oh, I forget the Anime Weekend Atlanta. Um, and uh, she's a voice actress. And uh, when asked if she ever used her talents for for evil, uh, she said, "Yes, I used to prank call this place that made biscuits." And uh, uh, and this is this is how that uh, went. I just I need to know what you offer in the way of biscuits. Like, is it buttermilk or do you have cheddar biscuits, garlic biscuits, maybe some rosemary? Just I just need to know what kind of biscuits you offer at your establishment. There you go, uh. so. <laughs> Brina Palencia, everybody. So uh, there we go. Who, 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 what, what is our variety of biscuits uh, tonight, Rain? I, I would prefer butter biscuits. Yeah, but butter. I mean, our I biscuits like in the chatter in the chat room. Oh, the biscuits in our chatter. Cheddar? Do we have cheddar? A lot cheddar, of chatter. Cheddar, chatter. <laughs> we got chatter biscuits. So tonight, tonight we have Adam Hebert. We have Barbara DC. We have Francie. We have Jay Collie. We have Cat. We have Kenny Pick. That would be you. Hmm. Um. Tetanus mm. boy. Tetanus boy. Oh my God. <laughs> Future autism man. <laughs> All right. Look, it's not that wrong. No, it's not. It's not. I'm just waiting for you to say my dad's name so I can say hi, Dad. Uh, Ken Senior. Hi, Dad. Hi, Ken. Oh, I hope your son shot. lives. Stepped on a nail. <laughs> we have Lee again. We have Marnus. Joe, I miss you, baby. You know what? I got to tell you a story. I got a quick story. Yeah. Joe accidentally butt dialed me this afternoon. Oh, nice. And he didn't just butt dial me, he Skype videoed me. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I got, I got, I got the, I got the With message on butt? my tablet. I got the message on my tablet that Joe was like video dialing me, and I was like, "Wait, wait! Oh, this must be very, very important because it's a video." And you then know, I found out that he, he, it happened in his pants. But the thing was, it turned out he was in the basement. Trace the call. It's coming from inside the house. My squad car's going over there right now. Just get out of that house. <laughs> Joe needs bail money, everybody. So uh, <laughs> really, really happened in his pants. Yeah, that's true. Because I looked at the video and I was like, "What is all that red and then that black?" And then suddenly I saw Joe's face and he's like, "Hi, Rain." And I was like, "Joe, what's up?" And he's like, "Oh, well, I didn't mean to call you." <laughs> There you go. So, uh, all right. So, so all Joe, right. Joe. Marnus, I'm sorry about that. It was really funny. Um, 
Marnus, Meow Goodness, Michelle in South Florida, Peter, uh, President, oh, myself, Theo, Tim Cormel, and Trojan Rabbit. Very good. Joe says he was trimming trees when he uh, butt-dialed you. Oh, yeah. I'm sure he was so. trimming trees when he called me from his pants. <laughs> he, was, he was trimming the trees in his pants. Oh, a shrubbery! <laughs> it was funny as hell. Because then, at this point, Joe and I are like, oh, hi. So we have to talk about stuff. Yeah. There you go. So, yeah. uh... All right. Uh, any birthdays that anybody knows about? I don't think so. Yeah. It's been a birthday birthday free past few shows here. So, all right. Let's go ahead and get uh, Hebert on reverse. Hello. 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 All right. What's up, Adam? What's up, Doc? Uh, tetanus shot. <laughs> yeah. Sorry to hear about that, buddy. Oh, it's just weird. I I, I felt because I talked to you guys last night and felt fine, but then I slept on it and it was like, whoa, I'm feeling yeah, weird. It, say, it, it'll happen. Yeah. Say hi to everybody. Okay. Hi, Bob. Howdy, howdy. Hi, Rain. Hello, darling. Pete, my man, I finally get to be on with you. Adam, I finally and saw Blade Runner. 2049. I heard it's supposed to actually really do the original justice. Comes awfully close. Was so, it? Uh, and of course. Go ahead. It okay, lacked any of the, the fizz, but uh, you know I, the rest of it was there. Right, and of course, the man who taught me everything I know about radio, Mr. Kenny Pick. Mm. Is that why you're so terrible? And see I'm you. just kidding. <laughs> I was just kidding. So, uh, <laughs> no, I'm the reason I'm so terrible at it. No, <laughs> I must be a bad teacher. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> anyway, uh, you were a brilliant student. Too bad I was a lousy, lousy teacher. Yeah, there you go. So, um, anyway, so yeah, so uh, well, real quick, uh, we'll do uh, uh, some programming notes. Of course, uh, I'm because I'm so. Foggy and weird tonight. Uh, Adam's gonna fill in for me on the night show. Yes. So. And I promise there was no hostage taking involved in this decision. I volunteered of my own free will. That's right. He has. Uh, uh, but uh, no, wait. You don't have. Uh, uh, what do you call that uh, syndrome? Um, when you're hostage. Uh, Stockholm pet. syndrome. Stockholm syndrome. He has Stockholm syndrome. He was taken hostage. He's just—he's my uh, pet. Uh, wait, was it, who? Who was it? Uh, uh, Patty Hearst. Adams. Uh, Patty Hearst of the. Of oh, see, Indian I thought you were about to say I was your Padawan, which I'm fine with. Yeah. No. Uh, anyway, I don't know what I'm saying right now. Um, but yeah. So <laughs> and, and then tomorrow it's I'll a be. Lie. You do. Yeah. Kinda. Um, and, and I'll, I'll be running, uh, the show, uh, I'll be running the board tomorrow for Mike check radio while John, uh, acts as a fill in host, John Kendall, of course, King of Montana. And of course, uh, miles and Michelle will be there for all three hours with me and John. And then you'll come on in hour three. Yes. Yep. Uh, one of, one of my coworkers in the, in the department decided to quit last week. 
Suddenly, I'm my, my supervisor's best friend. There you go. And your paychecks all look swank. So, uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, so what's on your mind tonight, Adam? Well, I was listening to you guys talk about General Kelly on the way, and we will be addressing this, you know, addressing this tomorrow because, as I've mentioned before, uh, I am the resident uh, army brat here at Indie Media Weekly Radio. Um, and, and so this this is personal to me um, in that, I, you know, I, I love how, like, certain individuals, I'm not going to name names, I'm sorry, we're, we're saying, oh, my God, he got one, he, he screwed up that one call, but he got another call. He shouldn't be screwing anything up. He shouldn't be asking how to do it either. You know, it's just like, you know, that thing with retreat last week that you, that both you and I covered. Oh, God. There is yeah. no excuse for him as commander-in-chief of the United States Armed Forces to not know what retreat is. He doesn't understand what it means to be commander-in-chief. He, I, I don't I don't think he understands, and I certainly don't think I, I, he cares. For, it's all about him. And... Yeah. Reality you, exists as, pro- as projected on the personal screen of Donald Trump. Yeah, yeah exactly. That that's a brilliant way to put it. And he doesn't stand. He doesn't understand a, a a larger commitment to anything other than himself either. He doesn't understand. You know, he, again, just that simple thing with with not understanding what retreat is. You know, when somebody in you know you we've all seen the Robin Williams video. Everybody turned their back yeah. on Robin Williams, uh, you know, and, and faced the direction of the, of the flag being lowered. You know, I mean, it, 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 he doesn't even, you know, Robin Williams didn't understand exactly what was going on in that video. But guess what he did? He shut up and he asked when it was over. You know, granted, I mean, you know, not everybody turned in this auditorium where it was happening, but still. It was wildly disrespectful, and of course, you heard, you know, oh, oh, are they playing that for me or Sean Hannity's ratings? What a, you know, yeah. just gross, just so well, inappropriate. And I, I, you know, and, and fuck you, John Kelly. You know how how could you sacrifice your dead son on the altar of Trump's injured ego? I, I, John I, I, Kelly has a net worth of four million dollars. Whoa! Oh. But according to Clue, oh. the movie, you know, military, you know, military people don't make a lot of money. Remember, you drive an they awful expensive car. Country, don't you know? Uh, what did mm. you say, Bobber? No, oh, I didn't Come say on. anything. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you said something. No, my apologies. Um, well, let's listen uh, to this one audio clip because we didn't get a chance to, to play it. I, I, this is, um, although I have my issues with uh, Morning Joe. Um, Scarborough nailed it a lot. This is a slightly longer clip, but we'll we'll listen to this and discuss. Um, this is his breakdown of, of of that last clip of the the Kelly um, press briefing. While the headlines dealt with the member of Congress, there were he's a he's a smart man, General Kelly. He knew what he was saying. There were several things that were said that cut both ways. That mm-hmm. didn't just cut towards the congresswoman, but also cut towards the president he serves. Quote, nothing in this country today suggests 
that selfless sacrifice to the nation is still required. Uh, it's hard not to immediately think of the commander-in-chief as the, the example of that. Uh, there is nothing selfless about Donald Trump, nor has anyone ever suggested in 71 years of his life that there's anything selfless about him. Uh, he he was, was careful to defend President Obama. Uh, Donald Trump criticized President Obama. General Kelly said, uh, I am not here criticizing President Obama. Also interesting that he was talking about what the president was, quote, trying to say. That's what right. the president tried to yes. say. He obviously, Donald Trump, obviously was incapable of delivering that line, perhaps because he doesn't understand what selfless service to the country means. What about the lines, Mika, that women, when I, he said, when I was growing up, women were sacred in this country, looked upon with great honor. Right. That's not the case anymore. And, of course, he threw in uh, Harvey Weinstein in the last week, but we all know that Donald Trump's name hung over that press briefing room as well. And when he talked about Gold Star families exactly. uh, no longer being sacred, who was the one who launched the war against a Gold Star family around the time of the convention, the cons? That was none other than Donald Trump himself. And he mentioned religion. Uh, well, and you could mention religion. Donald Trump, a man who mockingly uh, said when asked by Anderson Cooper if he's ever asked God for forgiveness, he said, why should I ever have to ask God for forgiveness? Yeah, that was the one that uh, I forgot about. You know, old, good old Christian Trump. Yep. Yeah, there's one other thing, too. You know, you, you, you go all the way back to the original press conference. And, you know, and Trump was asked about the death of the four Green Berets and Chad. Mm -hmm. Made no answer whatsoever and immediately launched into the whole uh, blaming thing oh, about, yeah. yes. calling, about calling the children. He brought yes. the whole thing up himself. He started it all by his lonesome. No one was asking him about who called soldiers and, you know, what steps were taken and what letters were written. They were asking about what happened in the desert in Chad yeah, or in yeah. Uh, Niger. Well, well, yeah, and that's a, one, uh, I forget, Rainer Bob Trump. said earlier he answered a different yeah. question. Right. Yeah, thank you, Pete. The question has not been answered. It's not going to be answered because now nope. we've moved on to a whole new no, he had, a he had a military thing go bad on his watch. He lost yeah, he four did. soldiers. And, of course, you know uh, Trump's incapacity to admit error is primacy over everything. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so Adam, after listening to that, uh, any other, uh, anything you want to add? I, I mean, you're right. I mean, lately, Joe Scarborough... Ha, you know, and we like to poke fun about the dead intern, but he, you know, he's actually been uh, a pr pretty reliable ally in uh, in Trump's America. You know, I, I look, I don't agree with him most of the time, but I'm not going to take, you know, take away from him the fact that in this case, he's right. You know, with 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 Schittler, it's always about his ego. That's all that he cares about. He can't, you know, that's why he always has to be right. He always has to have the biggest crowd sizes, the the best words. I've got the best words. 
You know, he yeah. he speaks at a third grade level. Yeah. He doesn't have the best words. No. And if he had the best words, he never would have had to ask Kelly for the for what words he should use. And and exactly. also boom. It, boom. Yeah. That was such a good point. And and not only that, but you know, people like Joe Scarborough or Anna Navarro or uh, Essie Cup. Uh, you know, I look forward to the day, and I've said this before. I look forward to the day where I'm playing audio clips and disagreeing with them on policy matters. I'm with you, know? you on that. I mean, I'm so with you on that. You know, I, 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 you know. I've had issues with all, you know, uh, well, not not Anna Navarro so much uh, because she really she really wasn't on TV quite as much until she started saying, look, Trump's crazy and awful, you know. Um, so, uh, you know, I mean, I, I look forward to going back to those days, you know, um, but but yeah, Scarborough, uh, you know, he nailed it with everything. And I, I forgot about that Anderson Cooper interview where he said, why should I have to ask for forgiveness? You know, yeah, that's the so, entire premise of your religion. Exactly. You but know? that, that Did, question also illustrates his entire philosophy towards life. Mm hmm. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. You know, I mean, we all and, know and he I cheated on that. one of his wives. You didn't ask for forgiveness oh, for yes. that? Yeah, of course or not. Two or two. I guarantee you, as soon as he's out of the White House, Melania will be gone like a mist. And uh, Ivanka and Jared will divorce, and the president will marry his daughter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and also, uh, <laughs> yeah, weird and gross. Um, uh, it's not so far fetched, though, Pete. <laughs> uh, no. Yeah. So, uh, well, Adam, we're, we're at the, the top of the hour here. Uh, anything else uh, you got for us before you take off? Uh, no. Uh, other. Uh, well, I'm, thank you for having me as usual. I enjoyed it. And, uh, you know, I look forward to uh, hosting for you on The Night Show tonight. Uh, it, it's always fun. That's why I said I'd do it, you know. Yeah, um, and you'll be, you'll be with us on Tuesday in the Rototer seat correct yes and i'll make sure yes i'll make sure to bring my drama mean so I'm, i don't you know paint your walls you know puke green okay because uh, <laughs> it's a rotating seat oh it? oh got it got it okay so excellent see went right over my head again the fog i'm of, sorry uh, the fog of of vaccination has uh really done a number on me <laughs> so yeah. uh all right. Well, Adam, I'll talk to you tomorrow night. Uh, have a good night and have fun filling in on the night show. Always. All right. Go get some later. rest. Adam, Thanks. be well. Goodbye. See you. Re- Bye, guys. Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> that was unceremonious. Bye, Adam. Bye. Uh, <laughs> dang it. <laughs> anyway. All right. Let's go ahead and uh, run to the break. When we come back, uh, there's some other audio uh, we, we need to get to from... Uh, uh, the, the woman who is being maligned, Representative Frederica Wilson, the one that's being lied about, and uh, we haven't even gotten to the big lie uh, from Kelly's press conference, which is just madness. So uh, let's go ahead and uh, hit the break. We'll be right back with lots more. Turn up the night with me, Rain, Bobber, and Pete right after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. It really makes you feel good. 
Says who? America! Every Tuesday and Friday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly. Light out, everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. <laughs> and now, on with the show. Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome back to the weekend edition of Turn Up Tonight with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And, of course, joining me, as always, on the Friday program, uh, Mr. P.S. Mueller in Madison, Wisconsin. Welcome back, sir. <laughs> Ahem. And, uh, <laughs> and of course, uh, uh, sitting in for Joe Santorsa tonight, uh, the one and only Bobber Der Braumeister uh, from Four Freedoms Blog. Welcome back, sir. <laughs> Are you making those cartoon noises to get my attention? So <laughs> that was supposed to be from uh, Monty Python. Yeah, anyway. well, my my reference was uh, from Zero Mostel and the producers, I think. So I, I can't remember. It was from some some Mel Brooks movie. I don't remember. But uh, and uh, last but most certainly not least, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog in Washington D.C. And we might do something a little different tonight with Mad Libs, everybody. <coughs> so i think rain is gonna do uh, her netflix mad lib for everybody oh my god yes i think i am yeah so uh but yeah and and she'll solicit unrehearsed yeah she'll solicit in the uh in the chat room and you know just save like three blank spots for me uh pete and bob and uh you know we'll uh, we'll have fun because i don't think it's a super long mad lib but it's all right, because we got some Obama audio I want to play in the next uh, segment, so we'll uh, end okay. on two kinds of high notes. So, uh, but we have other stuff to, that we'll we'll leave make, the high notes for angry. Bobber. Okay, so right. he's got good range. So <laughs> he does. <laughs> all right, so oh, I'll tell you, yeah, he does. Let's um, l- let's listen Moving to along. these two clips from. Allison Camarota speaking to Representative Frederica Wilson, Democrat from the great state of Florida, um, uh, talking about the the press conference. Uh, well, but before the, they they discuss the press conference, um, they uh, 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 Representative Wilson brings up the idea of uh, we really need to find out what the hell is going on 
in why Sergeant Johnson's body was found separate about 48 hours later. Uh, and, uh, you know, so anyway, I, I'll, I'm, I don't need to over explain this. Here you go. Before we get into the specifics of what General Kelly said, I just want to get your thoughts on everything that has transpired over the past 48 hours. This very public fight that you seem to be engaged in with President Trump and General Kelly. President Trump just last night, in case you missed it, at about 11 p.m., tweeted about you. He says the fake news is going crazy with wacky Congresswoman Wilson, a Democrat who was secretly on a very personal call and gave a total lie on content. What's your response to all of this? You know, uh, my emphasis today is on my constituents and helping them lay our hero to rest. That's where I'm, my head is today. And I'm also concerned about him and his last moments. I want to know why he was separated from the rest of the soldiers. Why did it take 48 hours for them to find him? Was he still alive? Was he kidnapped? What's going on? I thought you were supposed to put your comrade across your shoulder and get on the helicopter with the dead and the wounded. Why did they leave him? I am distraught and so is the family. There are so many questions that must be answered. And I have written a letter for an investigation. They keep saying to me, oh, we're going to give you a classified briefing. I can hardly wait for that classified briefing yeah. because well, I am concerned about my constituent today. Yeah, uh, this is a really disturbing story, which unfortunately is, is that's the part that's being lost with, with all of the, you know, because Trump can't be human and people defend him not being human and what is really truly lost is the humanity of this story it's like why why 48 hours later was his body found separated from everybody else you know this is a terrifying story and you know and i, I you know I, I hope she gets the classified you know briefing and uh you know i i, I don't know but i mean it's it, it it's nuts it's nuts it's terrifying and you know again why aren't we getting answers from this administration and you know again answering questions that that were never the question in the first place and you know and making a big debacle over letters and phone calls is it maladministration once again so well letter the letters and phone calls thing is something that that's red meat for their base yeah you know, they they yeah. have no they have no impetus for answering the questions um especially if they're not sure of the answers yeah so uh uh pete any thoughts um on uh, the the debacle that uh, led to sergeant johnson's body being found um 48 hours later separated from the other green berets uh, we might we might not we might never know the truth about that. Mm hmm. Um. Y you know, there's always lots of lying and just information over uh, the displacement of uh, military bodies. 
because everybody's a hero. Yeah. And, um, and so, uh, you know, it, 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 truth, I don't know. I mean, you know, you look at the $7 million they spent, uh, investigating, uh, uh you know, the uh, tragedy in Benghazi <clears throat> and what came out of it. Well, there's the old saying, uh, the first casualty of war is the truth. That, and right. I'm, I'm quite certain that's going to be the case here as well. Yeah. I yeah. think, you know, Pat Tillman comes to mind, you know, oh, God. um, and so, uh, you know, what kind of truth, you know, ultimately will be decided by the arbiters? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Rain, any, uh, any thoughts before before we get to the next clip? Rain? No. 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 I think you guys are doing a great job. I am busy with Madlands. All right. Very good. Uh, so. No, he- you guys really are doing a great job. And I'm. Oh, thank you. I love all of you because. This is this is really a clusterfuck. Trust yeah. me, Rain. I'm a complete idiot. Well, no, and, and we're going to try and get more into this. But the the really huge lie of Kelly was regarding uh, this uh, the FBI building um, that uh, she helped that. she helped name. And uh, yes. this is this is the first portion of that, and I'm going to have more from uh, Jake Tapper on this. But this is uh, more with Allison Camarota and Representative uh, Frederica Wilson. Congresswoman, did you hear General Kelly's remarks in the press briefing room yesterday? I heard his remarks, and I heard him say that I bragged that I uh, secured the money for the building of the FBI uh, building in Miramar, and that's a lie. You know, I feel sorry for General Kelly. He has my sympathy for the loss of his son, but he can't just go on TV and lie on me. I was not even in Congress in 2009 when the money for the building was secured. So that's a lie. How dare he? However, I named the building uh, at the behest of Director Comey with the help of Speaker Boehner, working across party lines. So he didn't tell the truth, and he needs to stop telling lies on me. Yeah, and it, it, it's, it's another thing that, that popped up is that, um, um, I forget what the news outlet was, but uh, um, uh, some Florida news outlet released the video of the speech where he claimed this this just horrible lie about what she said and she bragging and in you know uh, about yeah it was it was the sun sentinel sun sentinel thank you yes and so that video is out there and it's been thoroughly reviewed by the real news not Trump administration brand fake news and uh, I mean it was. And they were really pushing this. I mean, it was ugly when Trump was like, "You just wait. You just wait till you hear this speech. You just wait." I, I, I know I heard him say something like that, you know. And it, it, you know, when it was just so ugly and stupid. But uh, Jake Tapper has a really good breakdown, and I'm sorry to rush into this clip, but um, I want to get to uh, at least two of these. So here's part one: hot debate being uh, fiercely discussed in Washington, uh, where the talk about the loss of service members has taken on all the dignity of a Delta House food fight. 
In the White House, Chief of Staff John Kelly remarks yesterday about the pain and experience of Gold Star families, where he also talked about the tragic loss of his son, Marine Lieutenant Robert Kelly. The former general also called out Democratic Congresswoman Frederica Wilson in unusually personal terms. Wilson is the one who shared with the media that the family of fallen soldier from Niger, uh, Sergeant LaDavid Johnson, found President Trump's condolence call to them earlier in the week insensitive. It's a description that Sergeant Johnson's mother tells CNN is accurate. That's how the family took it. Now, Kelly took issue with the description of the president's call and, and his intentions. He, he thought it was anything but respectful. And he accused Congresswoman Wilson of having used a 2015 dedication ceremony to honor two fallen FBI agents to instead brag about how she was instrumental in getting the funding for the new FBI building, how she took care of her constituents because she got the money, how she just called up President Obama, and on that phone call, he gave the $20 million to construct the building. That's what John Kelly said Congresswoman, yeah. Congresswoman Wilson claimed in that speech. Congresswoman Wilson said Kelly was lying about her. And breaking this afternoon, the South Florida Sun-Sentinel newspaper released the videotape of the Congresswoman's 2015 remarks. And it shows that Kelly's description of her remarks was simply not accurate. Not accurate at all. Well, that means false. That means a lie. It, it sure is. Does. It is a lie. Yeah. John Kelly lied. Yeah. There's a thin line, you know, between accurate and a lie, uh, which is no line at all. Inaccurate and a lie are the same thing. Yes. When they, when they, when you start using words like untruth, mm -hmm. you know there's a lie buried right beneath it. Yeah. Uh, Rain, what were you going to say? No, he lied about her. He lied about her on, on many different levels. And I know we don't have time to cover it, but... Lawrence O'Donnell did a really, really great piece about the fact when when John Kelly called her, what was it, an empty... Empty barrel. Ooh. An empty barrel. You know, Lawrence O'Donnell mm -hmm. called John Kelly out on the racism behind that. Mm -hmm. And I don't necessarily want to go there, but Lawrence O'Donnell grew up in the same neighborhood that Kelly grew up in, and... You know, uh, why are they doing this to this woman? This woman who is, she is a representative in our House of Representatives. This woman. Yeah, yeah there's a, no, is not, not a shred a, of collegial respect. Yes. No, to be found, in, right? in that yes. tweet she's a, that she's Trump... She's a very close friend of the family. In that tweet that Trump he, set out, sent out calling her wacky or, or whatever, yes. it's like, okay, motherfucker. Look at you. You calling somebody else wacky? Jesus yeah. Christ, we got a game show host in the White House, and you want to call somebody else wacky? Yeah. Piece of garbage. Yeah, there's um, a big problem here. There's a insulting. very, very deep Jack, problem yeah. here. And um, I, I, it, it's really much deeper than I think that any of us are willing to go to tonight. Oh, yeah, and... and it's, uh, it's really, really heavy, and we have a big, big problem. And Pete, I'll, I, I would <laughs> gladly insult Pat Sajak, because he's a right-wing asshole, too. Um, he's a Trump I, I, lover. Um, that's true. You, you know, all of this, all of this, this, this knotted ugliness, this Byzantine series of uh, 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 funhouse mirror distractions... Uh, really avoid the fact of why the soldiers were killed and why this administration won't 
give us some information. Right. You know, and, uh, you know, we can and, go you know, to the next step of why this administration is telling us that we are not supposed to question our generals. Well, that's yeah, actually that's, well, that's bad. Yeah, this that actually is the the, the next uh, clip, Rain. So a uh, good segue. Here we go. CNN's Jeff Delany is live at the White House. And Jeff, when a reporter pointed out just minutes ago that Kelly had gotten his facts wrong about this speech, White House Press Secretary Sarah Sanders said one of the most shocking things I've ever heard from that podium. She suggested that journalists cannot question generals. And not to put too fine a point on it, but that's not how we do it here in the United States. Jake, that's exactly what uh, she said. She was asked a very simple question if she had seen the video that was at odds with, in fact, what the chief of staff said yesterday. And she responded like this. Have you seen the speech? I have. And then you know that most of it was her effusively praising these FBI agents. And when she was talking about what she did in Congress, she was not talking about securing $20 million. She was talking about naming the building she for was these also FBI agents, who she then went on to effusively praise. She was and also, that was the bulk of the speech. She also mentioned that, and she also had quite a few comments that day that weren't part of that speech and weren't part of that video that were also witnessed by many people. Can um, he come out what? I think he's addressed that pretty thoroughly yesterday. Oh, he was wrong yesterday in talking about getting the money. The money was. If you want to go after General Kelly, that's up to you. But I think that that if you want to get into a debate with a four-star Marine general, I think that that's uh, something highly inappropriate. Of course, four-star generals and three-star generals and others of the Pentagon uh, take questions all the time, Jake. But the reality now is John Kelly is the White House Chief of Staff, a political job. And even, and even if not, I mean, if she thinks that in the United States, generals should not be questioned, cannot be questioned, I have a 10-part PBS Vietnam series she should watch. Yeah, you know, the, I mean, this I is insane. insane. I think that's highly, highly inappropriate for you to have a debate with, a, you know, because four-star generals, they, they, you know, those stars represent never lying you know all of this is why america is tuning out news all the all across the board because they turn on their tvs and this is what they see people shrieking at each other and they they work hard they they work two jobs to the one job they used to work 40 years ago and they come home and they're beat and they're stressed out and their 401ks are kind of like this way and that way from day to day and they turn on the TV and they get excrement shoved down their throats and you wonder why they're not watching the news and they're not paying attention and they're not reading the newspaper because it's just one more depressing thing in their lives. Yeah. I, I I I understand. You know, it's like you know, um, there are days that I feel like I don't want to go on. <laughs> you know, yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm sitting in the oil change place today. You know, and they got CNN on. You know, and the and the uh, and the, the Sarah B uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders news conference is on, and and at some point a clip of Trump comes on. There's two little kids playing on the floor in front of the TV. And, you know, I overruled myself and I did not stand up and say, you know, there's something obscene on the television. You should take your children out of the room. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that would have been good. You know, uh, 
20 years ago, I would have said that and, you know, gotten in trouble and bled from the building, you know, but I'm older now. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, but so I left the room. Yeah, I don't blame you. So, uh, yeah. the, the, but the there's. Is, yeah. Everybody was just too busy staring at their phones. They weren't paying any attention to the president. It's true. They can get the, the news yeah. they want, you know, or yeah. the not news they want. Um, I just have a really hard time listening to that woman who has not served telling us that we should listen to a military member who has served who is now a private fucking citizen well you know and it was just the the same kind of pig ignorant Kelly response she a, well it's Dad, the same kind of, it's it's the same kind of pig ignorant response she gave to you know uh, a reporter you know about the uh, protesting nfl players oh well if they want to if they want to protest they should go protest to the faces of the police who are there protecting them it's not the fucking yeah. point you know yeah. it, it's just a, a a deflection away from the truth and you know uh sanders must be allergic to the truth just like her old man phony christians um she's an angry believer yeah and um, those fake eyelashes, though. Ooh. <laughs> uh, spiders. Yeah. Spiders. So, uh, Bob, yeah. did you want to did you want to chime in before I get to the next clip here? Um, no, Rain kind of pointed out kind of where I stand on this that he's a private citizen and they're treating him like a god. He, yes, yes, which is very dangerous in in a democracy. I agree. Definitely. Uh, so there's more on Kelly's big lie here from uh, Jake Tapper and Jeff Sellin. Let's turn to that videotape from 2015 because that's what this all is from. Right. What does the tape show? Well, Jake, it was actually a fairly typical speech by a member of Congress. Yes, there was some a self-congratulation, if you will, which is pretty typical uh, you know, for all members of Congress. But she also went on to um, effuse praise on Republican Speaker John Boehner, President Obama. And it was at odds entirely with what John Kelly said one day ago. Florida Congresswoman Frederica Wilson firing back today, accusing White House Chief of Staff John Kelly of lying, keeping alive the controversy over President Trump's condolence call to a war widow. I heard his remarks and I heard him say that I bragged that I uh, secured the money for the building of the FBI uh, building in Miramar. He can't just go on TV and lie on me. I was not even in Congress in 2009 when the money for the building was secured. So that's a lie. How dare he? The Congresswoman responding on CNN to Kelly's searingly personal attack on her from the White House podium on Thursday, where he falsely claimed she bragged about securing the money for a new FBI building in Florida. The Congresswoman uh, stood up and in the long tradition of empty barrels making the most noise, stood up there and all of that and talked about how she was instrumental in getting the funding for that building. But that's not what happened. Yes, it's not what happened. It was a lie. I mean, just mm -hmm. so blatant. I mean, to smear uh, this congresswoman's reputation... Uh, you know, because basically every but now that that was said by Kelly, um, even some reasonable Republicans won't do research and they will take that at face value and say, 
oh, she bragged about getting the money for that FBI building. She bragged about it. She she doesn't, you know, it, it, because, you know, for the Trump cult, that's their only source of news and, and uh, facts is the lies and garbage that come out of the White House. And again, even some reasonable Republicans who think Kelly is a wonderful human being um, will, will, again, just take it at face value and, and not look into it any further. So, uh, but uh, I do have one last one. Do you, it has more of her speech from 2015 in it to illustrate the point of, of the dishonesty. Would you like me to blow through that real quick? I'm fine with it. I'm okay. really pissed about the fact that Kelly lied. Yeah, I, I think it's he important. He lied. He out and yeah. out lied. I think it's important to, to hear uh, just how much of a lie it was by hearing what she actually said. A review of the video from that 2015 ceremony posted by the South Florida Sun Sentinel shows that Kelly misrepresented her speech, where she actually talked about turning to Republican House Speaker John Boehner and President Obama to speed up approval for the naming of the building. Everyone said that's impossible. It takes at least eight months to a year to complete the process. And I said, excuse my French. Oh, hell no. We're going to get this done. Kelly, who was in the audience for the speech, also didn't mention that the congresswoman devoted a third of her remarks to honoring two slain FBI officers and effusively praising law enforcement officials. I may, well, all men and women and first responders who work in law enforcement stand up. Stand up now so that we can applaud you and what you do. Stand up. Kelly used the speech to discredit the congresswoman for her criticism of the president's call to Maisha Johnson, the pregnant widow of Sergeant Lyd David Johnson. The soldier's mother, as well as the congresswoman, accused Mr. Trump of disrespecting Sergeant Johnson by saying he knew what he signed up for. But Kelly blamed the congresswoman for politicizing the call. It stuns me that a member of Congress would have listened in on that conversation. Absolutely stuns me. And I thought, at least that was sacred. The president escalated the feud by blasting the congresswoman on Twitter, saying, the fake news is going crazy with wacky congresswoman Wilson, who was secretly on a very personal call and gave a total lie on content. In point of fact, the congresswoman knows the family, and the Gold Star wife put the call on speakerphone. Press Secretary Sarah Sanders said the White House wanted this debate to end. And then she added a new insult of the congresswoman. As General Kelly pointed out, if you're able to make a sacred act like honoring American heroes all about yourself, you're an empty barrel. If you don't understand that reference, I'll put it a little more simply. As we say in the South, all hat, no cattle. God, I hate that woman. Um, I do, too. Uh, I really do. Plus, there's you know the irony of that the Trumps made this all about him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, that the projection from the from the this whole administration is mm-hmm. non nonstop. Yeah, yeah, palpable. Yeah, uh, yeah. So we don't we don't even yeah. exist. We do not exist. No, yeah. it's just their alternate reality. Yeah, you know where uh, you know up is down, lies are facts. Uh, and you know, you can, you can go on a Twitter and smear somebody and, uh, that's a presidential act. Un- unbelievable. And this is where we are. 
this is really where we are. And, and, and oh, God damn it. This pisses me off. Wasn't because like here's the thing. Who is naked ass to the floor? <laughs> oh, God. We're at a point where here we have four dead soldiers. And f three, four days ago, a reporter asked, why hasn't the president mentioned anything about them? Yeah. And so here we are on a Friday night discussing a freaking botched up conversation that this guy who, who lives in the White House, he, he messed it up. And, and the family, the dead family, the family of the dead, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Is sitting there going, no, no, he made it worse. And the White House is trying to sit back and say, no, he didn't make it worse. You all need to understand how it is. And we have a three-star general, four-star general coming out and saying, this is how it's supposed to be. Everything about this is messed up. Every goddamn thing about all of this is messed up. Mm-hmm. I, I can't even begin to tell you. I mean, I know I'm trying to tell you, but it's all messed up. If we had a president who understood empathy, he didn't even have to make the phone call because none no. of the reporters said, why did you not call the family of the dead? He could have yeah. written a letter if he knew how to write. Yeah, I mean, he sought advice. For something oh, he shouldn't sorry, have needed to ask off, for advice for. No, it's all right. He sought advice for something he shouldn't have had to ask for advice for. He uh, refused the initial advice to saying you shouldn't do it because Kelly didn't have faith in him to begin with. Then he was given a script and he botched the script. And then it had to be explained away by the guy who told him not to do it in the first place. And yes. then they had to com complicate it even further by lying and smearing and trying to character assassinate uh, this good decent fr friend of the family who happens to be in congress when yes. you know uh, again we showed you know it, it, i joe scarborough pointed out he said repeatedly this is what trump tried to do i tried to tell i i didn't want him to do it but he tried and that's what he tried to say but he didn't and he that's a really up. big problem that's a really big problem the fact that we have the the chief of staff telling the president of the united states here's what you need to try to do mm -hmm. so this try thing this try thing it, it's just i i you know, and, it, and it confirms what we've all known all along is that he's an incompetent buffoon but people are you know his supporters think he's playing some kind of you know multi-dimensional chess and he's not he's just stumbling and fumbling through regular human activities that we do on a daily deficient. basis yeah he's, he he's really is mentally deficient men yeah I mean, they think he's playing multiple-dimensional chess because when they see chess players, their first instinct is to stick him up their butts. <laughs> well, see, there you go. Uh, uh, anything else to add before and break? And that now Bye. is forever recorded on tape. <laughs> it, is. it is. So watch out for the bishops. They can be pointy. Um, so yeah. <laughs> uh, oh. go ahead. No, no. 
Nope. Oh, okay. Well, I, we, we really should get going to the break I here. Touch that with a rook. Yeah. I think we've covered this this pretty pretty well. Oh, the knights, you got to be careful. They don't come out so easy because the horse hand gets hooked. Uh, <laughs> uh, you remember like a horror movie in the middle 80s where the killer is like doing all the high school students in uh, by, by, by clocking them with horse head bookends? No, but that's. Uh, I that sounds one. great. Mm hmm. So I'll find it. All right. Uh, well, all right. Well, uh, we're going to hit the break. Uh, when we come back, we're, we're going to listen to some uh, stuff from our last human president, uh, President Obama. And uh, in, the, in the meantime, though, we're going to hear uh, another song from Bobber. Uh, we're going to listen to The Heart. So uh, a, a nice song for the nice people. So one brief uh, note. One yeah. brief note. I may be just a little late in getting back because uh, I think I have to call my friends and tell them I can't come tomorrow because this is definitely turning into a cold. Do what you got to do. So, oh. Uh, oh. Yeah. yeah, that okay. stinks. But, yeah, you got to keep them unsick and get yourself better. So, yeah, well, one right. of them was in the hospital last year, you know, yeah. like with a really, really bad pneumonia. So that I don't want to get considered. near her. Yeah. Yeah. Understood. All right. All right. Well, we're going to hit the break. We'll be right back with uh, Obama and Mad Libs. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pig. It gave the Americans more motivation to see what we can do with our country. IndieMediaWeekly.com. Worldwide. Okay. It's a pain we can't bear 
Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are from the bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. This is Adam Hebert. On every episode of Mind Check Radio, me and my co-hosts are not only committed to telling you about the latest political news, but also about the latest nerd news as well. Whether it's the latest scientific discovery, the new season of anime, the ending of a cherished manga, or the latest in comics, television, or movies, my show is guaranteed to bring you something that will make your inner nerd go squee! So be sure to tune in to Mind Check Radio with Adam Hebert live every Saturday night, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, only on Indie Media Weekly. IndieMediaWeekly.com. Extraterrestrial Radio all the power without the tower. Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland's. Like Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Madison. Thank you, uh, Washington, D.C. Twice. Uh, of course, welcome back to the final segment of this tetanus-addled <laughs> uh, edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pig. I am really, really uh, on my last <laughs> uh, last wind right now, folks. Um, but uh, the, the show must go on. You know how they say. So, uh, so yeah, um, uh, President Obama was in um, Virginia yesterday, right? Richmond. Uh, Richmond, yeah. Uh, that's where my sister's from. Um, I'm back. Who am I? Uh, I don't know. Um, Call me Snot Boy. Snot Boy. There you go. No, 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 no. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, so, uh, so he was in Richmond, Virginia and, uh, uh, we've got four clips, uh, again, it, it, illustrating the uplifting nature and the funny nature and the, uh, thoughtful nature of, uh, once again, our last human president. Thanks, Obama. Thanks, Obama. But no, really, thanks, Obama. <laughs> Um, and, uh, here, the, I played this clip earlier to, to bridge the, the break, but, uh, this five second clip is great. We're at our best, not when we're trying to put people down, but when we're trying to lift everybody up. Yeah. And that, uh, has a heavy oh. application to, uh, the Trump cult right there, because that's all they do is not lift anybody up. Look at, you know, this this debacle here uh, that we've just been discussing. Puerto Rico, of course, just anything. Anybody who doesn't kneel at the altar of uh, Fat Daddy Donald. Uh, Obama didn't even mention his name in the speech, but we knew what he was talking about. Um, 
And uh, this one was, it was kind of a funny one. Uh, you know, uh, he did uh, his family tree uh, on his mom's side. And uh, this, was, this was a funny little clip. Yeah, my father was from Kenya, as you know. Well, some of you know. Some of you may have forgotten. <laughs> but I, I've written about the fact that my mother, uh, you, you can trace her, her, her lineage. And like I'm a eighth or ninth or tenth or something cousin removed from Jefferson Davis who was the head of the Confederacy. <laughs> Think about that. <laughs> I'll bet he's spinning in his grave. 78 <laughs> RPM. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, he's spinning like a yeah, little that was, wax I, cylinder. I love that he said that. Yeah, don't you miss all that grace and wit? Yes, yeah. I owe Pete. Oh my God! An eloquence, mm-hmm. yeah, and the every day's a knuckle sandwich. Charm, yeah, just uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Last night I listened to that and I was like, oh, I miss him. I miss him desperately. Yeah, but you know, I, I will say this. I've said this before about W. He was a lot of things, mm-hmm. but he was not a racist shit. No, he wasn't. It was not that. No, that's that. Oh my God! Thank it's you amazing, for saying that. It's amazing how low our bar has gotten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Golden core. It, 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 it is. Isn't it? <laughs> it's it's the yeah the bar is 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 now currently melting in the molten core of the earth. Well, no, actually not the molten core because the core is solid. It's the uh, molten part that surrounds it. I forget what that's called. Uh, yeah, so, I and, feel like we're at the point where mental. Yes, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, we're kind of at the point where it, it's like, well, W was a lot of things, but he wasn't a racist. Yeah, that's where we are. Yeah. And yeah, it, it really he wasn't an Islamophobe gotta, either. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta be really honest with you. It makes me, it makes me sit back and and kind of think about. Think about W. Mm. I know he took us into an illegal war. I know all the things he did. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I never, ever considered the things that he wasn't. And, you know, when you said that, Pete, I, it really, I never considered the things he wasn't. Mm-hmm. And now we're faced with a president who is all of those things. Yeah. I hope and that makes more. sense. And more. Uh, so, all right, here, here's another one. Uh, President Obama uh, talking about the most important office in democracy. Hint, it's you. The most important office in a democracy is not president, it's not governor, it's not mayor, it's the office of citizen. Because in a democracy, ultimately you decide what kind of politics we have. You decide it by what you do and what you don't do. You decide by whether you're active or whether you're not. You decide by whether you decide to use your voice and your franchise to make things better or whether you succumb to cynicism. It's in your hands. So so the question for you tonight and over the next 19 days is do you want a politics of division and distraction? 
Or do you believe in a better kind of politics? One where we work together and listen to each other and move this country forward. Amen. Amen. Yeah. And you know what, Trump? That crowd was really big. That was a huge crowd. <laughs> um, yeah, and, it was. It was a hell of a lot bigger crowd than when Mike Pence came down. Oh, he could pull together that. a crowd. Yeah, Pence. It's a big crowd. Pence couldn't yeah. fill the lobby of a nursing home. <laughs> no, he really didn't. Uh, well, you heard about what happened with uh, Spencer down there in Florida. Oh, God. Yeah, we didn't even have time to get to that today. How did that go? Not so well. So there was, there, was there was a brewery <laughs> down there that offered free beer to anyone who brought in an unused ticket. And they said, just go ahead and get a bunch, get, get tickets and just bring them in here and get a free beer and let's make sure that auditorium's empty. And it worked. Nice. Really? Cool. But uh, there I've were... seen the pictures. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh no no no! Please finish your thought. I've seen the pictures, and there was it was maybe 20, 20 people there. <laughs> well, the when I said it didn't end well, it didn't go well. Uh, three Richard Spencer uh, supporters, Nazi supporters, uh, were arrested for attempted murder of a, uh, a counter protest. Yes. Oops, sorry, didn't mean so, to know. No, no. Yeah, it's no, it's important. Yeah. So you're yeah. So we'll we'll probably have more on that story. For and those Tuesday. Nazis didn't have good sunscreen. No, they, they did not. Redneck. They were uh, all Nazis. really red. I yeah. hate those guys. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, so uh, all right. Here, here's the last one uh, from President Obama, and it, here he is. He's standing up. Uh, he just stops short of saying fake news in this clip. But uh, there's some really dishonest uh, ads uh, running against uh, Ralph Northam, um, and uh, it, it, who's running for the Democrat, who's running for governor of Virginia. Well, they're trying to Willie Horton him, aren't they? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty yeah they're much. trying with their MS-15 and. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. So uh, so here's Obama on the d dishonest ads, and then we're gonna get to Mad Libs. I mean, we've seen this so many times before. I, you know. It, you, you got the advertisement, and, and there's some voice ominous, and there's you know everything's kind of dark, and there's like a bunch of just 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 letting you know that that somebody's coming to get you, that they, that our values are at risk if you vote for for Ralph. They don't really tell you exactly why. We've seen it before. And it's a tactic, by the way, that it, that shows Ralph Sapone doesn't really think very highly of Virginians. Because I don't think anybody really thinks that somebody who spent his life performing surgery on, on soldiers and, and children suddenly is, is cozying up to street gangs. Thank you. Know, you. That, that strains credulity. That sounds like credulity. a fib. <laughs> sounds like like an okie doke. <laughs> Nobody believes that. Does anybody really believe that that Ralph spent his whole life in Old Dominion, and then he's going to run for governor, and 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 suddenly try to erase Virginia's history? 
That, 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 that is not what this election's about. That is distraction. That, that is phony. That is divisive. It's not true. Yes, it's also a lie. <laughs> it's a lie. Yeah. So uh, we'll g- g- give uh, President Obama Amen. another Amen. Amen. Go ahead, Ray. And, and I, you know, I, I know, but I'm going to speak on behalf of Bob and I, which means I'm, okay, whatever. We're here in Virginia. We're here. Mm-hmm. And everything that the president said was true. Every damn thing. Yeah. And and the fact that, you know, we've been hearing that, oh, Ed Gillespie is trying to separate himself from Trump, even though he had, he had freaking Pence come down here to to speak on his behalf. And, and Bob would back me up on this because he posted those articles. He, the people who showed up for Pence in the reddest part of the state, it was probably about 250 people. Two hundred fifty people. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a piddling little crown. Yes, it wow. really was. And so you know, Ed Gillespie right now is trying to he's trying to balance. You know, he's trying to walk that that line where yeah, I'm I I'm glad to have you, Mister Pence, and maybe you, Mister Trump. But you know, you come in with Barack Obama, who spoke truth. He spoke truth. And yeah. I'm telling you, man, I I really I really need people to come in and send some money into Virginia or just support Virginia because it's not just electing a Democrat. Mm-hmm. It is, and I've said this before, and I think this is really, really, really important. It's it's about making sure that we have another Democratic governor because if we get a Democratic governor again, we get the census and we can fix the gerrymandering. Yeah. Yeah. It's important. Very, very much so. So Yeah, the yeah, governor's races, state, state races are so much more important than national races. Uh, I, I, I will second that. I live in Wisconsin. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. I know. So I, I know we have to get to Mad Libs, but I needed to go on that rampage. No we problem. have to get. Well, you can North keep rampaging, and Mad Libs could wait till next week. <laughs> well, no, <laughs> this is this is a special occasion. Would you rage? This is a special occasion because Rain's running Mad Libs tonight. Oh, okay. So no. She 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 alleviated some of my burden for me tonight. So special uh, and that fuck this up. Let's get to it. <laughs> You'll be fine. All right, let's do it. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. This is madness. Don't get mad, get mad, Libs. <laughs> oh, God bless Matt Libs. All right. We've got a couple okay. open slots for us. we got a lot of open slots. Okay. So just bear with me. Um, That's what she said. Really? <laughs> did I hear? Did you just say that? I did. Who's talking about bears? Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna tell you what. There is no open slot tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Ken, you can laugh. 
I'm so staying out of it. He... <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, alphabetically, who's alphabetical first? I need a plural noun. Bob. That'll be Bobber. Um, balls. Oh, that's good. Louder, Bob. Balls. I heard, <laughs> I heard his balls. That's, that's, um, that's all we can do. Um, <laughs> just say it louder. <laughs> Kenny, you I hope I'm not fucking this up too much for you. No, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, so what all do right. you got? For, what do you got for me? So who's next? I me. need a part of the body plural. I need a plural body part. Um, let us go with um. <laughs> uh, no, I won't do that one. It's pro- um, let's do uh, kidneys. Oh, okay. I probably would have said All balls. Right. <laughs> okay, we got balls and kidneys. This is wow. This sounds like a really good soup. Mm. Um. <laughs> yeah, you you can have you can have the whole pot, baby. <laughs> just just some onions and carrots and some balls and kidneys. All right. <laughs> I need another part of the body. From Pete. Oh, okay. Well, let's see. We got balls, kidneys. <laughs> I vote for testicles. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Hey, we're, we're doing the entire male urinary tract. I don't know how we're going here, but okay. This is good. This is good. Testicles. All, right. All right. I need... All right. I need four more nouns. So one, two, three, four. Bobber. Um. Well, you come up with something basic like nouns. The, 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 let's go with beer. Okay. How about that? All right. Okay. Um. Let me say for noun, I would like to go uh, probably pretty repulsive. So let's say um, uh, uh. <laughs> Barf bag. <laughs> okay, this works. Pete, you got a noun? Fedora. Fedora. All right, and. Bobber. Another noun? Come on. Another noun. <clears throat> Soup. It's a funny word all on its own. Have we completed? Right, Have we completed? Yes, we're completed. This might be the first and last time I ever fill in for Kenny. So let's hope that Kenny never has to have another tetanus shot. Yeah, let's hope. Ten years. It's good so. for ten years. <laughs> so is everybody ready? Yeah. Tonight, what we have is, um, this is Mad Libs Horror Movies. And um, here's the list of the most stinky horror balls ever made in Hollywood. <laughs> Each of these stabby films received a rating of two kidneys up from Siskel and Ebert. <laughs> two All right, kidneys so are you ready up. for the list? <laughs> okay. So, yeah. So here's the list. The hunched testicles of Notre Futon. <laughs> <laughs> I always I hate it when my te- my testicles get hunched. The fang of the living blood. <laughs> I, I think I saw that one. 
the what was this? The Nomi of Frankenstein. The Nomi of a uh, gnome, gnome of Frankenstein. The Nome of Frankenstein. <laughs> I knew I just look at me. I'm so good at spelling. That's one of those big college words. Shut up. <laughs> the Gnome of Frankenstein. Uh, that was a, that's a movie I would see. The Invasion of the Beer Beer Snatchers. God damn, that's a horrible movie. <laughs> What was it, the Bart? Can't even read your own writing? No, I can't. <laughs> the barf bag? The barf yeah. bag of Flemmy Lagoon. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes, it has a Classic. ring to it. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Barf I'm really not going to be taking notes in meetings. Oh, well, it's all right. We forgive you. I have truth to tell. I never once took a note during a meeting. Ever. Okay, that's good because I, I just sat there and looked there attentive. Yeah. I write, I write things. I'm like, I'm going to remember this, and then I don't remember this. All right, uh, is there a couple more there? The last. God, I'm so bad at this, Ken. It's all right. You've done well so far. All right, let's skip that one. Let's go to the soup of the opera. The soup of the opera is is good. Yes. I, yeah, there you go. All right. This was terrible. I did terrible. <laughs> it wasn't terrible. It wasn't terrible at all. So, uh, but uh, anyway, uh, thank you for doing that, Rain. I appreciate it. it there, there were some good lines in there. So, yeah. <laughs> seriously, it was That's great. What it was. It was great. So, <laughs> all right. It, it is just now uh, ten o'clock here on uh, the east side of the country. And uh, Kenny Pick needs to go sleep off this tetanus shot. So let's get to parting shots, everybody. Uh, Bobber, what do you got? Um, you know, I, I've been purposely um, keeping myself at somewhat at arm's length with so much of the shit that's been going on because I, I, I can't, um, I can't even, as they yeah. say. As yeah. the kids say these days. <clears throat> so I'm hoping to um, have some fresh music for the for you guys to play on the show. Nice. At some point in the future. That would be good. So, um, you know, yeah. I, I'd say take some time to uh, follow your muses. Very definitely. Wherever they may definitely. lead you. And um, uh, uh, Pete, what do you got on the way out of the program, sir? Uh, I would like you all to know that I muted my microphone for 10 sneezes during this program. Holy crap. I spared you an earth-shaking, mind-numbing sound because I have my father, Douglas Mueller's sneeze. Well, Gesundheit. It's it's kind of like the soul bellowing in pain. And, uh, and so I just you know want you to thank me for sparing you. <laughs> Thank you. And uh, and tomorrow, I will lay around and drink tea. Well, I'll tell you what. You did a 10 out of 10 on muting your sneezes tonight, and you should uh, expect uh, lots of people to be grateful. Thank you, and You're good welcome. night. <laughs> All right, Rain, uh, what's your uh, parting shot? My parting shot is quite honestly that I'm stunned, stunned, Stunned. Did John Kelly 
found out that a congresswoman listened in on a phone call while he was sitting there in the Oval Office listening in on a phone call. Yeah. That point wasn't even raised. Thank you. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's, that, that, that's something I know we didn't have time to talk about, it, but it really does piss me off. I'm going to go it have really to walk through Arlington for an hour and a half just to recover from yeah. that effect. Yeah, well, there's that, too. There's that, Ugh, too. What an asshole. Because Seriously. suddenly, you know, this guy, this man, gets to have, you know, I don't know, a price on how he grieves and ignores how this woman grieves. I'm really upset. I'm pissed off about it. Mm-hmm. And I hope we get to talk about it on Tuesday. Yeah. In a I'm less sure political way. Yeah. But. Yeah. Well. Fuck John Kelly. Uh, he gets to walk around Arlington. That woman's wife doesn't get to do that because she's down there. They, they all listened in. Yeah. Oh, and uh, Pete, I just got a text from Susan. She says, I'm grateful Pete mutes his sneezes. So, uh, (laughs) (laughs) and, uh, and also, uh, moon mayor says, uh, 10, I think 10 sneezes is a city in Wisconsin. So, uh, no, that's Iowa. Oh, okay. (laughs) So Nashville, 10 sneezes. What? No. Yeah. Um, (laughs) anyway, uh, frozen, frozen beak is in Wisconsin. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. where, where's, um, no, I'm not even going to say it. Where's, where's tepid flipper? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, let's go ahead and, uh, wrap things up again. Adam Hebert's going to be filling in for me tonight on the night show. I'll be filling in for him tomorrow on Mike check radio and be sure to check out all the other fine programs. We'll be back with everybody on Tuesday. And, uh, if I can get my shit together, we'll definitely have, um, another, uh, installment of what the hell is that sound? So, all right, kids, have a lovely uh, rest of your weekend, and I'm going to go get some rest. That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Good night, Lawrence. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) We're at our best, not when we're trying to put people down, but when we're trying to lift everybody up.